2: Welcome back to Kind of Funny's DCEU in Review. One of the final times we will visit this iteration of the DC Universe. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle himself, Andy Cortez. What a fitting end. The producer slash Nick Scarpino. Hope. And <laughs> one of the biggest DC fans I know, Craig Miller. Remember, it's not over, Andy. It's got oh. Aquaman like that. And, <laughs> Blue, you know, oh. and, like, and Blue Beetle. You know, which, of course, forget. is the first DCU character this is a dceu movie though
3: you but know, it's... that
4: DCU character will be there that will then be part of the dcu when the superman legacy kicks off the dcu it's the first sense.
3: movie no
2: sense. Everyone's extremely excited. How could anybody be, you know, be confused about any of it? Yeah, you know? it's impossible. <laughs> um, if you're confused, you might want to start where it all began. You can listen to every single in review we have ever done of the DCEU by going to slash kind of funny or searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review. And if DCEU is not your thing, is your thing, whatever it is, we review, recap, and rank every single movie franchise out there. So go check it out, Andy Cortez. Question,
3: right? I'm just immediately reminiscing on doing the snyder cut interview during covid and i'll be in home working from home and there was a moment where greg saw grover the muppet and just in just hallucinated that there was a puppet you watch
4: a black and white four by three movie in the middle of the night things are gonna happen
3: the next day <laughs> for about seven hours oh no he has a coke everybody oh no oh no shit. Here uh, we oh are, no
2: fast (laughs) go fast Uh, you know i want to let everybody know right now this will be spoiler filled and uh, there's definitely things to spoil in this movie so if you do not want to be spoiled now is your time to turn away go watch the movie or whatever don't watch the movie and come back and watch and listen to this when you are ready to be fully spoiled because we're going to get all into it um Beyond all of that, remember, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to get the show ad-free. Watch it live as it's being recorded, just like our Patreon producer Nathan Lamothe has done. Thank you so very, very much. Today, we're brought to you by Honey and Rocket Money, but I will get to all of that later. Today, we're talking about The Flash. And at the top, let's address
4: one of the elephants in the room, right? Ezra Miller, ladies and gentlemen, has done horrible things and has been accused of other horrible things. At no point are we ignoring that or acting like that hasn't happened. However, of course, we want to drive home the fact that being bad to each other is bad and kind of funny does not endorse that. And we tell you not to do that. And we ask you to be a better person and be the change you want to see in the world. However, of course, this movie's out. Uh DCEU is one of our sh- in review is one of our shows. Uh from everything you've heard, right, on top of uh uh What do you call legal proceedings? Legal proceedings are happening and stuff like that. They're trying to get Ezra Miller help, apparently. Something to that effect. We're not here to commentate on all of that business, right? Don't be horrible to each other. Don't be horrible. Never impose your will on somebody. Never be forceful with somebody else. Never uh, violate personal boundaries. Don't be a dick. We've talked about this a million times. Don't be a fucking dick. Ezra Miller has clearly been a fucking dick and a horrible person, and we are not at all condoning that. That sucks.
2: Amen. Statement made. That's that's what it is. So we're talking about the Flash Runtime of 2 hours and 24 minutes. Released on June 16th, 2023. Uh, directed by uh, Andy Muschietti. Uh, born in 1973. An Argentine filmmaker who achieved wide recognition uh, with his 2013 film Mama. Uh, which he made with Neil Cross. Uh, which eventually got him landing the It franchise. So he he directed um, It back in oh. 2017. Uh, which was a, a big hit. And he, mm. it, he directed The Flash here. And he will be directing the live-action adaptation of Attack on Titan coming at some point. Uh, The music in the movie was done by Benjamin Mark Lasker, uh, who is a British composer that worked on Shazam, Blade Runner 2049, It, It Chapter 2, The Invisible Man, and a couple other things like that. This has a budget of $220 million, but we do not yet have any um, predicted uh, box office or anything because it's a little too early. But with all of that out of the way, Greg, you've been waiting for this movie for a very long time this is one of the first dceu movies to to be announced in the slate back in uh, 2014 i want to say Jesus. it was um it might have even been 2013 uh, We we finally have it it's here there's been a lot of talk a lot of hubbub what did you think about the flash
4: you say we've been waiting i've been waiting a long time obviously as a dc fan i think it's kind of impossible to put it into words how long i've been waiting uh for what this movie would turn out to be uh You talked about it opening on the 16th, uh, June 16th, 2023. We're recording this on June 14th, 2023. Ten years ago. One decade to the day is when Man of Steel came out. It's funny, of course, because it would be a touchstone memory for me of leaving the E3 war room early to go to a WB advanced screening of Man of Steel. And, of course, we just came back from the new E3 SGF. And I came into work the next day in the war room. Rich George ran over to me, knelt down beside me at the table. And, of course, Rich was in charge of Nintendo at the time. Before that, he'd been in charge of comics. He's a huge comic book fan to this day. Sometimes comes to the movies with us back in the day. And he's like, how was it? Eyes wide, huge grin. And I said, it's it's good. And he went, oh, no. If you're saying it's good, it's bad. And if you've listened to DCEU in review, I've said many a time, This is, as a diehard DC fan from literal birth, these aren't the movies I would have made. These aren't the choices I would have made, but I try to go in and find what I want out of them and get characters and stories and things like that, and yada, yada, yada. The Flash is the DCEU I would have wanted. The Flash is the first time I've watched one of these movies, and and, and I was surprised how fast I was able to put Any of the nitpick shelf stuff, all on the shelf. Just get it out of my head, and I was able to sit there with a dumb grin on my face and watch this entire movie. Uh, I'm gonna steal some stuff you and I talked about after the fact, but it was that for good and bad. This is a comic book brought to life. I honestly feel like this doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. Like don't get me wrong, it's superheroes. There's touchstones for a million different things, and again, both good and bad. That doesn't feel like a Marvel movie, but this feels like if I when I was a kid in my goddamn bedroom with my Justice League paper mobile I took from Graham Cracker Comics when they closed, reading Wizard Magazine for the 19th time in, you know, however many years that they're talking about doing a Superman movie, they're talking about doing a Justice League movie, let's do a fan cast for this, yada, Graham yada, Cracker yada. Graham Cracker Comics? Yeah. What the hell is that? It's a comic book chain in Chicago. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham Holy Cracker shit. Comics. surprised you didn't know that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought he'd let me go. You know, he mentioned something from the RGV. We all go, oh, that makes I go, sense. Yeah, that makes yeah sense. Sense. I mean, oh, they picked pickles it in them. the movie theater. Big deal. Uh it, I, th- if I was to close my eyes, this would be the kind of film I, I would have dreamed of. And so I'm so happy we got it. And I hope it means good things for where James Gunn is taking uh, DCU when he does whatever. But I was thrilled with this movie. Obviously, there's plenty to talk about and critique and not like and yada, yada, yada. But overall, I loved it. Uh, I want to go back and see it. I won't probably because of Ben and everything else. But I'll see it as soon as I can on demand.
1: Nick? Well, I'll tell you what. When I saw When I heard about this, when I saw the first trailer, I was... I was probably the the first person to say, this is going to be a terrible movie. It's going to be a hot mess. It's not not going to come together. And I love Michael Keaton as Batman, but I'm like, there's no way they're going to nail that and make it entertaining. And boy, was I wrong. Holy crap. This movie is a ton of fun. It is a hot mess, but it is a hot mess that comes together, tells a coherent story, and is fun and, and has moments in it that really kind of and granted, they're they're really touching on the nostalgia of growing up as an 80s kid and, and and seeing the 89 Batman and loving that movie as one of my favorites of all time. Um, but on top of that, to Greg's point, it it feels like a modern-day comic book movie. It feels like a DC what what a DC comic book movie should feel like. And I think we've seen so many misses that that when you see it for the first time, you go, oh, I almost felt the sense of sadness of being like, I wish this was the first movie.
4: Took us ten years to get here, and now we're leaving and it all now behind. Now we're leaving it all behind. Not to mention, with all due respect, I don't think Aquaman two is going to come home with the same. Uh, hey, we really? nailed it! I, Damn, I don't, I don't think they would. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and it's unfortunate because this really was sort of like a, you know, e- e- I would want to celebrate this more, and I would, I would look forward to more of uh, the this this universe going forward from here. But unfortunately, we're gonna part ways. But I just had a great time, and I'll, I'll tell you what, there's stuff in this that made me. Made the, the hair on my arms stand up. It made me feel so incredibly excited. It made me feel like a kid again. Uh, and a lot of it had the very same feeling I had when I watched. When we watched um, the latest Spider-Man movie with all the Spider-Man. i to get it wrong. No Not, way home. No way home. Joel Spiderman. Uh, where you see these moments and go, okay, it's it's cheap on a level. But it's also so in touch with what fans would want in that particular moment that you can't help but, but grin from ear to ear. There was moments where I looked over to see if Greg was just smiling, and you were weirdly really stoic the entire time. I think probably because well, it was shocked in th- disbelief.
4: It's like when I leaned when I looked over at you guys at one point and you were gesturing wildly. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're trying to tell me, and I don't care. You I want to watch this you movie. movie. That Mike forgot
1: your M Ms. Those yes. Junior men's weren't yours. Please hand them back to me. Guys so the need way to be stopped.
4: The way they expressed all that to me was this. What well, if I say oh, okay. Tim? I lock eyes with you. I get it. I yeah. just
1: gave you snacks, and I went like this. Just
4: it, five minutes have gone by where me and boss are like, did you order Junior Miss? No, we just passed down like the road. And everyone's passed the Junior Miss out, and I went like this. Well, and okay, maybe if it. anybody came on time to the theater, we could all sit together, but you sent just Greg Miller there.
1: Uh, Nick, I, I do want to say, to me, that box shape makes total sense for Thank the you, situation. Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin, you were there. Uh, yeah, Kevin I, I, wasn't looking, I
3: was focusing on the movie. Thank yeah. you. You know? Andy Cortez. I... And kind of with everybody else here, I, I do think that a lot of the sequences I wasn't a fan of definitely stick out. And there's some emotional beats that were supposed to hit near the end that are just kind of awkwardly acted and the writing is kind of weird. And there's still like bad DC stuff in this movie that kind of just like, oh man, they didn't really shed all of that stuff, right? But... Man, I had a lot of fun with it. And I the, while watching this intro sequence that we'll get to here in a second, we're laughing up a storm, we're having a blast, and Great all Coinsetter. I all I kept thinking is I don't think like Zack Snyder would ever do this. No. He wouldn't. Have. It it would have been like ultra self-serious and it's okay to just like play with the rules and it's okay to have fun in these movies because these are these are superheroes and they're they they are flawed and they uh we can show them in their vulnerable moments and them stumbling and being fools in in a lot of moments. I yeah this movie is obviously when the initial reaction happens and we Nick you and I hear that the people in the movie theater had a four four and a half hour standing ovation maybe a seven hour standing ovation. They're still standing today. Yeah this they're day. still standing. Please come um, and sit. you go holy shit like wow they actually made a really really good one we see james gunn talking about it this movie is a lot of fun everybody and you go damn like this is getting that endorsement and obviously he's the head of dc he kind of has to say that but wow i'm getting my hopes up and then more reviews start coming out and people that i trust more that i know personally go like ooh, kind of a mess that they're not lying this movie is a mess in a lot of different ways but it's still a lot of fun it's like it's flawed fun I would say and way better than I would have ever imagined it'd be I recommend watching this if you care about superhero movies or if you care about Batman or any of the other things that they uh talk about in this movie I I had a lot of fun with it Tim how about you
2: I really liked this movie i'm so surprised right there with you all this was so much fun from beginning to end messy as hell but even in the messiness you're kind of there for the ride because they made it fun to be there and they would explain things and some of the explanations were like oh wow that's actually a kind of clever take on this and some of them were like really that's what you're doing but i feel like both were cool we can just get to the next thing and i feel like what's special about this movie in particular is it could have only happened with all of the bad decisions that came before it adding up to this moment where Zod comes back and the way they talk about Man of Steel I'm like wow that was 10 years ago and it's this weird celebration of the good and bad that DCEU has had to offer and there's a scene early on in this movie like in the first 10 minutes like the first big action scene where the Justice League mostly reunites and it's pretty damn special like hearing the music of the characters play and having them all together like it's cameo. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That terrified me. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's me too. Uh, this movie has a lot of the cameo stuff, and I know as we we kind of uh, mature in uh, the multiverse sagas that every single company is having in, in superheroes now, it kind of just gets to the point of like, all right, is it a good movie? Like, I don't care just about the cameos. I think this is a better example of the cameos either literally just being, hey, they're just there for set dressing, it doesn't matter, or the cameos being integrated into the story in a way that I'm like, this makes this a little bit more worthwhile than just people showing up um but i feel like overall it was a funny movie the action me and andy always talk about the the choreography of using the skill sets they had a blast with it yeah um but i think that overall there's a lot of negatives to be said this is an extremely ugly movie extremely ugly the cg is not does not hold up in any way shape or form i actually think that's okay though the beginning scenes you see these babies falling they do not look like real babies they're like don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. This is—it's a cartoon movie.
4: I was going to say, right? It kind of almost makes it not as horrifying as it is. It as was all these children fall to their horrifying. death, and, and people laughed. I mean, out of uncomfortableness.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm laughing just—I'm laughing
3: because I can't believe they're doing it. Yeah. it was funny. It was yeah. supposed
2: to be funny. Yeah, and they made it funny, and I—they and line the babies up and get all the babies and, and the dog and all the stuff. Like, I—I I feel like they leaned into the ugliness in a way that, like a lot of other movies wouldn't have done that. And I think it worked really well for the tone and vibe of what this did. It it achieved so much more than I possibly thought it could. Um, Very surprised with it overall. And yeah, like there were certain moments I I, I feel like even the one you're saying you don't like the emotional stuff at the end hit me real hard. And I think it's real particular to my life and my situation I have with my mom. But like, I thought that some of the takes on the, the, the characters themselves and their, you know, using superheroes to represent other things. I thought this movie did more than I ever, ever would have expected it to. So, you can count me as sufficiently surprised. I, I thought that the, at best we were going to be like, i yeah, a scene or two that were kind of cool and a cameo was fun. I'm way higher on it than that. Is this the next Dark Knight? Absolutely no. not. So many of the things being said about this movie are simply not true.
3: There was a, a, a buttload of fan service. And a lot of it kind of just shoehorned in and stuff that... The the sort of fan service that you know, the ultra film snobs just kind of they they do this, Greg. They They turn their nose, turn their nose in. They're like, "Man, you suckers! That's all you watch movies for." And like you, Martin Scorsese, Irishman sucked. It's you know, still made me smile in a lot of these moments. But you can't help but notice that a lot of these, uh, a a lot of these little things that they're trying to show you just do get kind of shoved in your face. Now, this intro sequence you're talking about, Tim. We're all laughing and like, I can't believe this sequence is happening in this movie, right? And there's there's that line of like, this could either be the worst thing ever. Sure. Or... Wow, I'm suddenly coming back around. I'm like, actually, this is entertaining and fun. And But it was real close to hitting like, real wow, close. we're starting out the movie like this. What a stupid fucking decision. Are you decision. talking about the, the sequence within the coffee shop? Just the, babe, no, the, the babies fall down. Or the coffee shop. The coffee shop yeah. to me, I was like, all right, this is wearing a little thin for me. Uh, and there and there are tons of moments in this movie like that, that whenever a, whenever a character in any of these DC movies says kind of a throwaway line that is supposed to be met with some sort of laughter, and you just go was that why why i have yep. that line in there it's useless and there's definitely moments like that in this movie but i think that whenever there's a moment that you kind of go god dang why are they doing this it's immediately followed up with something fun and something entertaining and this movie is just like pure entertainment i'd say it's yeah. this is a turn your brain off and enjoy the ride because we're going to show you a lot of shit on this nostalgia trip you know
2: and with the nostalgia thing uh, i can't wait to hear nick deep dive into the keaton stuff didn't care about the Keaton stuff growing up like that wasn't mine like I watched it for the first time really in Batman in review but the 90s animated series I love that very similar theme there's a shot in this movie where the the bat is flying like fucking up Kryptonian ships as the theme is blasting and it feels like the cartoon on steroids it's- and literally I could feel myself and I looked down and my apple watch was like your heart rate is high <laughs> and I was just like oh my god it was so just overwhelming of like oh my god i can't believe we're seeing this right now and i feel like there were multiple moments like that of like some of the some of the cameos worked some didn't for me but when we see a giant spider i'm like oh my, oh my god, god they're doing it I, yeah. and then we get nicholas cage's superman and i'm like wow I, just the spider would have been enough for me they actually committed to it and i did not see clooney coming i just nope. simply did nope. not see that coming and i was like okay that's how you end the movie not the post-credit scene of this but Go off, Nick.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, you're you're spot on. You know, to me, getting a chance to see Keaton back in the bat suit again and done in, in a fun way that, that I thought was... I, I just thought it was really, really exciting how they utilized that character. So you could... I, I'm not going to say... It's what Tim Burton would have done if Tim Burton had access to some of this stuff because Tim Burton would
4: never ever it, be a part of a movie like
1: this. No, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. But in my in my imagination, when I was a kid, when I was nine years old, watching Batman for the first time, when you had the toy where the belt came out and you know you'd lasso it around and it never really get stuck, you'd have to cut it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is what I imagine that would be like. So to see Keaton get a chance to actually be this this version of the Batman, of a Justice League Batman, of a leader, a tactician, but also just a badass fighter, and they had a couple little hallmarks in there of him fighting there was moments where he throws a kick very similar to the kick that he throws in the alley like a spinning back kick that's like more taekwondo style because that was what people thought fighting was you know because that's what it was in the 80s right little moments like that body was all um, over the place <laughs> Ramping, i pop for that the valley I, I pop for the first moment where we see the mansion for the first time and more than anything else
4: the checkered floor is the thing that i was like yeah god well they did god. such a great job of doing the iconography of the 89 stuff right where you walk in and like Kevin leaned over and he's like, is this the 89 like uh Br- Wayne Manor? Amen. And I'm like, yeah, cuz remember like the where did you buy the- where did this thing come from? China. How do you oh, know? Japan. That's where I bought Why? it. Yeah, you know cuz I mean? it's Japanese. Why? Cuz exactly. I bought it bought in Japan. <laughs> oh, no. Exactly. And it's like they have suits of armor and yeah. then they sh- I'm like they're going to show the long table. They had the long table for I the- missed the long table part. I was like, "Oh, I'm surprised they didn't no, show the they, long they table." No, the they had the long away. table and he had one place setting at the end of it. And okay. then yeah, you went in, in through the kitchen and they had the little nook where he, you know, uh Alfred brought him and Kim Basinger the back and sat them there and stuff. This
2: is like what's awesome too about this is like we all watch the trailer we are knew all this stuff Gia had not seen any of the trailers or anything and she also has watched these movies she's done all the interviews so she's pretty damn informed at this she's burst, uh yeah uh but when we see the mansion and stuff she didn't know and like she didn't put together and it the movie the way it paces it out I think they do a really good job of the slow reveal of Keaton for those that might know because when it hit for her of like oh my god it's him hit for her. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, good job. There uh, was a Anna gasp Mischetti, in the y'all.
4: audience. It wasn't Gia, but somebody in the audience gasped. And that's awesome. Like, <laughs> like
2: I, I feel like that is an accomplishment at yeah. this point in time for a superhero movie to do the type of nostalgia thing, to have a character on screen for, what, five minutes or at least the presence of them before there's the reveal and having the reveal hit and not feel cheap to people like us that do yeah, yeah, know, yeah. that's pretty damn cool.
3: I, I'm More than that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Andy. I was just going to say, I'm, I actually you go because i think i'm i am my. i am taking the take a little bit further away
1: sure uh i was gonna say more than that the one thing that i will say that they absolutely nailed and and this is kudos to michael keaton was that you know when a character has not played the same character or an actor hasn't played the same character in like two decades or three decades it's very it's very rare for them to step back in especially when they're in their 60s now and i think he's in the 60s right or, or isn't even the 70s i don't even know older and still nail that character and i'm I can honestly say that he, he – that is – that feels like that character evolved from that moment where Gotham City all of a sudden became very safe and went, no longer needed the Batman. And you can see that he was like – Keaton played it like kind of shiftless. Yeah, he was in flip-flops. Did I ever expect to see my, my – my he, like he looked like the dude. He looked like the dude. 71. Uh, in flip-flops? No, but it works. And Keaton just is such a master at at, at straddling that line between like darkness and silliness. And that's what I love so much about him. So I'm, I'm actually excited to see if we're actually going to go back and talk about who is the best Batman because I know that was on our list at one point. Because I'm I'm vying for this. I'm vying for Keaton.
3: I I wanted to shout out just how pleased I was with a lot of the the smaller uh, humorous moments. Like for as much for as little as I've enjoyed some of the more recent Marvel uh, offerings, like when we talk about Quantum or like Thor Ragnarok, like the humor still hit for me a lot. Where those movies have maybe lacked in storytelling and and like dialogue overall. The, if you could still kind of make me feel good with humor, I'm gonna give your movie a lot more kudos. That's why when we walked out of the tragically bad Rise of Skywalker, I was like, I still laughed at a lot of parts, and I still didn't feel like shit while watching it. So overall, not a horrible experience, but still not a good movie, right? Right. This movie, I I would have never expected this. This movie, or really any d c movie, to kind of bring it with clever humor in the way that it did. There's just a lot of little lines said here and there, a lot of little moments said here and there that are maybe it's prop physical comedy, maybe it's just a little throwaway line that you don't
4: in the Russian thing when like uh you know. Barry number two is has the powers and immediately knocks over all the shit and all the scientists. Turn and that, and look at them, and there's like, <laughs> and we have seen that so moment good. in so many yeah. and
1: movies who? and so many Marvel movies that just did not, did work, not work at all. Yeah, and it got a laugh
3: out of everyone, every all. single one of us. Dude, you know,
2: when he first phase shifts through the floor,
3: yeah, hilarious. I laughed out loud. It's funny. <laughs> it's I, I laughed said. at a lot of this movie, which is you something I can't, I, I don't think I've been able to say for a lot of these dc movies you you know like that's one thing they just not only have they not been nailing the storytelling and the acting and everything that makes a movie good (laughs) but (laughs) the humor was always like extremely hit or miss and this one i would say hit a lot more than it missed which was very surprising to me
1: which is incredibly important right because you guys touched on this also It, it deals with some pretty heavy stuff and those scenes between barry and his mother are intense like that is it's real, right? I think, uh, shout out to Ron Livingston, who I, I did yeah. not know was going to reprise the role of the dad. I'm pretty sure it was Billy up in the first one. Remo- yeah, he replaced that. Uh, so, uh, but did a great job of that. I thought he brought a, a different vibe to it, which was good. And so you really do feel it when he's like, you understand why if you had the power to go back and change that, you would absolutely change that. Um, uh, the one thing I will say that's, that was that was impressive as well, you guys touched on it a little bit, but it was uh, the Justice League coming together, or for the most part coming together, and that not feeling like... We needed to feel like it was a bigger deal than it was. Was really cool to see because we've seen the Avengers come together so many times, and it's supposed to feel like that after the first big time they come together. It's supposed to feel like, oh, we're iterating on this. This is the team. These are the people we know and love, and them coming together and that whole sequence with Baffleck, um and the and the bat cycle and all that stuff i thought was just really it's just fun man awesome you
2: yeah. know it's funny though you say we've seen the avengers come together a million times we really haven't like we've seen the avengers form in the first movie we see a little bit of them having a mission in age of ultron and then it's we're thrust into infinity war we never get a moment casually of hey there's like kind of small deal thing that they all get together right. that's why i think this is so special like it they they did it and they they teased it and hinted a little bit in um shazam feared the gods with wonder roman coming to help mm-hmm. him in that bit like That happening and then this happening, it really does just make it feel like comic books where it's like, oh, yeah, anyone can show up because it's a drawing on a page. This movie felt that way for for good and bad reasons. But, like, that is very special. And I I would argue we have never seen that before. And I mean, and kudos to Ben Affleck for just doing
1: this one thing. You know what I mean? Like he was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And all, and all the Bat Men that came back to reprise the role because you can imagine there was a, there might have been a moment ten years ago, whatever, would have been like, "No, I'm not. I'm not sharing the screen with these other huge yeah. actors." And they're like, "Yeah, this is this is what Mar- Marvel laid down uh,
3: the path for all of this to happen, and it's super fun." I I do want to point out also that, um, like when I watch other actors in their roles especially on the MCU side cuz i think if we can i think if i could say the one thing that marvel has been 100% nailing this whole time has been casting and there are still with all of Ezra Miller's problems and all the awful shit they've done there i still can't help myself but wondering like why couldn't you replace them why you you could have replaced them at any point because like you have the not only they've done awful shit but also While watching them acting, I'm never really thinking like you are nailing this all of the time. I want to see you play this role for the rest of my life, the way I felt with Robert Downey Jr. or Tom Holland in their roles. I I always feel that way whenever I see Ezra Miller. I'm like, I'm more happy with the performance this time around. I think there was more room to play, but there's still a lot of moments that I'm watching like double the room. You're like you were the one, really. Like we could have just we could have easily replaced you at any moment yeah, you know I, I do think if you're not a fan of
1: Ezra Miller as this interpretation of the flash you're gonna have a it, it might be a bit tougher for you to get through this movie because there's a lot of double flash in this and you guys talked a little bit about the the graphics and or the the CGI that was terrible in that I honestly think a lot of it went toward nailing the the, the back to the future two double Marty's on on the uh the screen together uh because that the, all that stuff I am not. A, I was not a huge fan of the Flash in the other movies. I don't love this interpretation of it. But for for whatever reason, that back and forth just sort of worked for me in this one. And I think it was because they nailed the effect so much, because they had so much fun with the phasing and the the learning. It's an origin story again, for all intents and purposes. We never really got one from the Flash. Yeah. Um, so that that kind of worked with for me. Uh, the voice wanna...
3: can also just be very grating in
1: a lot of <laughs> well, movies. you know, it's yeah, it's it's.
4: Well, I thought introducing the I, I weren't call. Flash 2, Barry 2, right? Introducing Flash 2, Barry 2 offset the I've never really vibed with Barry 1, Flash 1. I thought having him be there and be the more annoying kid, but also be a different kid was really interesting as a choice,
3: right? Of like, what would it look like if Barry Allen grew up with his mom? Right? And I'm it shocked. going through all this trauma. And I'm shocked I kind of enjoyed that more than I didn't. Because <laughs> yeah. like when, the, obviously, when you know When it started,
4: that, I was in a similar thing. I'm like, oh, this is going to get annoying.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. Did you guys catch I Maybe I might be making this up, but I could have swore there was a moment where Barry 2, when you see him out the window, he does a thing with his, the jacket. That that young Marty McFly, Marty McFly Jr. did in Back to the Future Two, and God, I'm like, funny. we're we're doing a lot of parallels between this movie <laughs> and, right and, and right Back to the that, Future yeah. Two, and I am all for really Eric bigger- Stoltz,
4: dude. <laughs> I,
1: are you shocked we didn't see one? So
4: shocked. Moment if you don't, of Eric Stoltz. If you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, of course they filmed so much of Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz before they're like, it's just not working. They're K- they were, killed him. They fired him. Replaced him with uh, Michael J. Fox. The rest is history. But like when back the th- there's that footage exists and is on behind the scenes. Yeah. I thought for sure when we were in the college apartment, or whatever, it was going to be.
3: What are you talking about? Pop then, the Blu-ray well, in, yeah. and then it you is see a deep fake or something like that. Not like that. like no, have, see the footage. Oh, see the real footage. The real footage, footage. The right, real footage
4: right. exists. I thought for sure we were going to get I, it to blow the audience's minds who don't know that that's a real thing.
1: Maybe they couldn't work it out with Probably. Universal or whatever it is. But but either way, that was. I loved all that stuff. I love the little nuances of it, too, where he's like, you mean Michael J. Fox, right? He goes, no, 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 uh, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. No way. Eric Stoltz. Michael J. Fox
4: from Footloose? Yeah, from Footloose? <laughs> that's great. Dude, no, but kind of somebody... from, Top from Top Gun? I've broken
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> time. I've broken time. But I, I love that he goes, Eric Stoltz, so stoic. And you're like, that's exactly, that's like why they fired why him. Because they, they were like, this it's is great. not funny. He's not entertaining enough. All that little thing, all those There's little such things. such good aware just, writing. Just slamming yeah 80s nick
2: with all the nostalgia just loving every moment of that i can't wait to get into all of this and the plots but before we do that here is a word from our sponsors this episode is brought to you by Amazon and Summer Game Fest. We are in an absolutely stacked year of video game releases, and you can find all of them on Amazon.com summergamefest Summer I hope that you've found a spare few hundred hours to play all the amazing games that have come out this year already. Gamers have been eating good this year, but this is the only place you want to be. Amazon.com slash Summer Game Fest because guess what? This summer, there's going to be even more exciting announcements coming through of so many more video games that are about to be on all of your favorite consoles like Final Fantasy 16, Armored Core 6, Diablo 4, Street Fighter 6, Mortal Kombat 1, Exo Primal, Assassin's Creed Mirage. (gasps) The list goes on and on. You can go to Amazon.com slash Summer Game Fest all summer long to discover the top new and upcoming games as soon as they go up for pre-order or you can go check out the website now for everything you might have missed so far this year again that's amazon.com slash summer game fest for all of your video game needs today's episode is sponsored by paypal honey the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or computer but did you know it only takes a few seconds to get it that means if you go to add it on your laptop or iphone right now you could be done before the ad read is even over you know how good it feels to check something off of your to-do list so hey Let's get to check in. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. So imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite websites out there. And when you check out the honey button appears and all that you have to do is click apply coupon. Kind of funny. he has been using honey for years. It's literally saved us thousands of dollars on tech, food, costumes, ton of stuff. Uh, Honey doesn't just work on desktop. It works on your iPhone too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone and you get to save on the go. Getting honey seriously only takes a few seconds, and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. Get PayPal honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kinda funny. That's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use. Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200. That's right. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each and every month on subscriptions you might not even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and... It helps lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money, and it can help you too. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finance in one place, and it automatically can help categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time, stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the Easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. One more time rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Rocket Money, kind of funny. <laughs>
3: Maybe. Plot, 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 plot. It's so hard to sing and play at the same time. Can you do the land, but Say plot for me.
4: Plot, 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 plot,
0: That's why we're the best. You the Music
4: Brothers, they call us. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Central City. We are back in the
2: DCEU, and it feels so good. i was eating another Coke if you don't mind, love uh, the intro of this. Love the the studio stuff. The DC getting like the DC logo through time. Yeah, the Warner the Brothers logo Warner through, Brothers time, through time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Very cool stuff.
4: Very, very nice. Very. And again, really setting the stage in the same way. I think we're going to talk about the uh, hospital scene being maybe a bit jarring when we're watching. We're like getting the vibe of this movie, but then in establishing the vibe. I'm excited to go back and watch it start to finish, knowing the vibe rather than trying to get my my feet uh, wetter uh, on yeah. the ground. Because yeah, uh, you, you you walk into this, you're like ah uh, guarded, right? <laughs> like, yeah. What are they am I about, are they about to hurt me? What am I about to get? What am I What's about to go on here? Uh, instead, though, we start, yeah, in Central City with uh, Barry Allen walking into a coffee shop, right? It's not jitters, everybody from the CW. Don't worry. How dare you? Uh, How dare you? I wish it were. Uh, they, I'm glad. You know what? Uh, we'll get to it all. Well, I can toss it in now because I don't know when toss you want it. In, it. One of the things, again, why I'm like, oh, this is the DC I wanted. I loved all the stuff in the background, stuff in the fridge that was there. If you saw, great. If you didn't, it, it, we didn't hang on it. We didn't do a thing about it. DCs in their other movies have done this before of, Making a big deal out of something stupid that you don't care about. I loved opening Barry's fridge and seeing a big be- a big belly cup in there, but them not making a big deal about it. I loved when he's talking to Bruce outside. The ba- one of the shops in the background is Grayson's, right, and Wiz Comics. And it's like, awesome. You're fucking doing a whole bunch of cool shit here, but you're not like re- I you want world building. The, I want the world to feel lived in. You that are fans. I feel fans. so many you times. Are yeah.
3: like you are showing that you care about these franchises deeply, you know?
4: Anyways, Barry has a cool new watch that tells him what his caloric intake is at for him to use his Flash powers. Again, to your point, we've never gotten an origin movie about the Flash or really any explanation from the DCE about his powers. It's cool to see them keep this. He needs to eat. He needs to do much. And I, I think like it does
2: a good job, you know, for uh, a character that we've previously seen break time. Like, it's, you know, the yeah. type of power set that is so advanced that it's at some points you're like, okay, what can't you do if you can slow down time that much to yeah. be able to whiz around? Giving that level of like, oh, there is a meter. There's a power bar here. And there's a uh, cause and effect of when you're low, you need to eat or else you're going to be in trouble. I thought that was a really good call to like not have him be Superman. Shows, oh,
4: shows up at the coffee oh, shop. Yeah. What they've done for at Superman. At the beginning. Uh, shows up. Uh, you know, I'm just saying Superman has weak. It doesn't matter. Uh, shows up. Uh, uh, Sarah's not working because she's got a boyfriend or something. So Barry gets a guy who doesn't know a sandwich. and takes a long time to make it. And Barry's very hungry and everything's falling and apart. This
3: sucks. I I just hate real bad sandwich guy sucks. All like all of Barry's reactions to the sandwich guy sucks. Like it's, it's not, I immediately think of just Paul Rudd at Baskin Robbins or whatever. Like, it's just but not here's this. Is you're my trying same, to do that, and you're not.
4: This yeah. is my same point, though. I agree that I felt the whole thing was awkward. I'm interested to watch it again now
2: that I, oh, this is how this movie is and what this movie is and who this Barry is. Question for you guys. He starts in this little cafe thing. Mm-hmm. There's the food conversation, whatever. Then he runs off. and uh,
4: He gets uh, a call from the one and only Alfred. That's
2: right. Jeremy Irons is back. Yeah. And there's trouble uh, in yeah. Gotham at the hospital. As that's all happening, there's the big fights and stuff. When The Flash comes back at the end, the guy's like just turning to give him his food. How does that make any sense at all? Well, because he took 20 minutes he to took, make He sandwich. took 20 minutes to make the sandwich. That was the he was, point. like, in the middle of a conversation. with <laughs> the guy, Well, the guy's not having a conversation. He's just he's monologuing. He's just talking. He's no just,
4: talking. Yeah. Nobody he can
2: just, he just blabbering. He's on. an asshole. Didn't right? work for me. I did not like the cafe stuff at all. Anyway, go back yeah, to it, Yeah, I totally get
4: it. <laughs> now that uh, Jeremy Irons calls trouble at the Gotham Hospital. We need your help. Barry's like, I'm really important and hungry, but I can't. You got to come do it. You got to do it right now. Uh, <clears throat> he goes in the bathroom, changes into his super suit. Then he's out to the thing. Don't like the suit at all. I, it grew on me. First introduction, if I didn't like it, and again, like I'm not, I like Grant Gustin's you know CW suit more, I but like I, it grew on me. By the end, I was in. Uh, it gets down to do it. The Flash logo, of the movie starts to pop
2: up, and then it gets Enjoyed stopped now. by a
4: woman screaming off the side. It's a girl. She's excited really cool to see the, the, the Flash. She's the coolest. Yeah, yeah.
2: this girl screaming was so funny. I, I feel like it's that type of thing. You either got it or you don't. Yep. With like, oh, there's some random kids on the side and they scream because they're fans of the Flash. Could be so, ugh.
3: or it could be this, which was like her performance of just. Ah! Like it was actually funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was very funny, similar to Hey Spider Man, do a flip. Like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of ways you could cast the wrong person and it not Land at all, and it totally landed. Speaking
4: there. of not landing, he eventually has to have the candy bar. They throw it, but Jeremy Irons talks to him some more. Alfred he, they, hits him in the head. It's a funny little scene, and then he finally goes back down. The flash go. He's off to the races. I'll drop a whole bunch of dialogue in here. Of course. Well, why aren't you? I'm. I'm just the Justice League's janitor. This is underneath eventually. Uh, but why? You know, why not call Wonder Woman? She's unavailable. Aquaman's doing something. Superman's saving the world. They show him stopping a volcano on TV or whatever. And Barry's like typical. Uh, but he Aquaman's calls. Aquaman's had in.
3: red red lobster. He had a little promotional thing, a little tie-in. Well, well, No, you'd be protesting, wouldn't he? Oh, fuck, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, no, this particular group of shrimp not friendly with it. (laughs) (laughs) Warring (laughs) factions.
4: Uh, we run over to Gotham hospital, right? Where we find all this happening. He bitches. Of course that Batman's he's cleaning up bat messes. Batman calls in. Eventually he's chasing Falcone's son who has run off with a, you know, biological agent that could kill the
2: entire world. Cool stuff, man. It's so much in this again can only happen when we've had 10 years of this and like even more with just the lore of it all. But like to have him have to run from central city to Gotham city, that making sense, Batman. And Cause specifically- they seem far away. Don't they central city and Gotham city. Hmm. I don't know. It did seem far
4: away. I mean, he ran. Because he ran for a while. For a while. And it was a big yeah, deal. It's a big deal. And all, we should talk about that, Bruce- right? He, Bruce just driving over every so often. Them taking a cab there. Yep. How much
1: is this yeah, there me,
2: was Bruce a fucking cab. It was
3: longer to get in the helicopter. That's for the helicopter yeah. to take off and go across the harbor. There was a weird sort of... I, I couldn't tell if they were trying to go stylistic with it in the way that, like, imagine a post-credit sequence when Marvel does their, like, cool, like, mm-hmm. art-style stuff. When he's running through the cities... The CGI started to look so bad that I was like, "Oh, but this is the style they're going for, maybe?" Because <laughs> like you know, it's, it's obviously him speeding through all these different like I, countries and counties, and and uh, you know, I think it was budgetary.
1: Yeah, I don't think I, I think a lot of the CGI because there's moments where he enters the time bubble, um, where it is all the Coliseum. Well, it is, the Coliseum so. stuff is Spider-Man yeah. one
3: level bad. Every person is CG in there, yeah, it's and super it, just, warped, it lo- looks really. But it hits the really I, point; it terrible. doesn't bother me. No, like, that's just what it looks like. Yeah. All right. But I wish I wish it was like, I wish everybody was... Think back to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when Kurt Russell is talking about how here's how yeah. I mm-hmm. impregnate these planets yeah. or whatever yeah, and everybody's ass. like all white. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. I wish everybody in this time zone had like a color shade to them so it made sense that their models looked weird and yeah. uncanny valley-ish. Are you yeah.
4: Central or Pacific time zone? Oh, I'm Coliseum time zone. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, I, I did want to say though that uh all of the batman stuff with the motorcycle he pulls off some awesome shit in this sequence that like had me giddy man me it was awesome it's, it's it's also he's rocking the nice uh, navy and blue
1: suit yeah i loved that having said that did not love the suit mostly cuz i just i have a, you know it's it's very hit or miss for me seeing batman live action during the daytime yeah, yeah 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 i don't love it i really wish that they found a lot more reasons to not have that happen but because this was so fun and so playful it worked for me but I did not like the actual design of the chest piece in this. It was like a like protective thing, right? Well, it looked like, it, it, looked like... like it clipped on with some of those little plastic clips, and I think a lot of it was overly designed to make Ben Affleck look a lot bigger than he was because you could tell by his neck that he, was not, he didn't oh, really he, work Oh, he's out Bruce
4: Wayne enough. after, yeah.
1: You yeah, can you, totally I mean, you can, yeah, you can see normal see it all. And again, no no slight to Ben Affleck. To like me, if I had 15 minutes in a movie, I'm not going to train
4: for eight months to do, do that do thing where he's beating on the tire again yeah, with him. I, no, I, you I don't need to be doing that.
3: Yeah, I didn't love the suit either, but to me, this felt like when you buy the— the motorcycle Batman action figure. Yes, and it, and which is cool. Like, yeah, which is very cool. Like, or like the a Tundra motorcycle. version looks yeah. different, yeah. you know. And, and we've seen that
1: before in this Ben Affleck race in the desert ah! and stuff. Ah! Uh-oh.
4: Worlds are colliding, ladies oh, no, and gentlemen. Well, okay. Welcome to the podcast within a podcast. The best bat suit, of course. When we did Batman in review, we ranked all the bat suits we saw. Number one was Phantasm, number two was Batman Returns, number three was Batman Begins with the Valor Cape, number four was <laughs> Batman Forever Normal, number five was the 89 Batman, number six was Batman and Robin, number seven was Sonar Suit from Batman Forever, number eight was the 66 Batman suit, and then number nine was Batman and Robin on Ice. Where do we want? To rank Ben Affleck's blue and gray duds, They really put the Batman Begins suit that high, huh?
3: We did with the Valor cape. Interesting. The Valor cape.
1: Where was the Dark Knight suit?
3: Valor cape. This one, it was fine. I think we just included it there with the Valor cape, yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't too bothered. I
4: think it's outrageous thing. still that we put Batman 89 so low, so I'd put right. it below that. Uh, okay. What well, be got the below stupid neck, Two, stupid three, neck. four, five. That would be number six, and below it would be Batman and Robin.
2: Yeah, I'm cool with that. All right, thank you very much,
4: Robin. Has happy to do cool
3: the show with, with
2: yeah. the Dark Knight suit is number one. Pretty sure we're
3: I don't, I don't think we're in <laughs> No, the, I'll tell you why I didn't love a lot. Like looking back, why I didn't love a lot of the Nolan suits. A little tiny mouth. Oh, that's yeah, right. A little yeah, tiny mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So there you, what did you say?
1: go.
4: You're talking
3: through a Now <laughs> that
4: the, the multiverse of in review is colliding within itself. You have number six is the Flash suit on our best bat suit list, ladies well, and gentlemen. Where did we
3: put Robert Pattinson's?
4: Oh, uh, That wasn't in the Batman in review section, remember? We put out somewhere else or did oh, something else or we didn't do this
2: series. Or I don't dope. fucking know. I don't know we why. We should have. We ah, should <laughs> have. We'll wait for Batman 2 to figure that it's one out, late all right? late 2027. Put patents at the top. Well, the Ben, Batman ben
4: will do it. <laughs> ben, Rimothy, and Paula Paula will rank it then when we get there. Uh, anyways, back to the movie, which we really haven't even begun. Uh, like I said, they get there. The hospital's falling down. Alfred does some fun stuff saying, hey, you know what? Like, I'm I'm doing some calculations, and, of course, I'm never wrong, as you know. And, and it, ter- it turns out that... Oh, I'm sorry, worlds are colliding! Welcome to again. a
2: podcast
4: within a podcast! Ragu Alf Elf, where we rank all the Alfreds of the Batman Cinematic Universe on In Review. At number one, you have Batman Begins, Alfred. At number two, Phantasm. Number three, Batman Forever, Alfred. Uh, number four, 89, Michael Goff. <laughs> number... Greg can, you, five, Greg, can you do the world's colliding Batman thing returns. again? Ah. I'm sorry, worlds are colliding. <laughs> There's going to be more, so keep on there. All right. Uh, number five, Batman Returns. Number uh, six was 66, Alfred. And number seven was Batman and Robin, Alfred. Where do we want to put Jeremy Irons? I am mean, very limited. a love Jeremy I mean, Irons. I mean, if he's not he's a list all, though. just him He's not because he was in DCEU exactly. where the worlds didn't collide, but Yo, now the worlds have collided. Oh, you see oh, what's happening? Oh, I do
3: see. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, so I confused, think. but I like Jeremy I'll Irons. put him high. Okay, I'm put. It, I love Jeremy Irons love. as as Alfred. Obviously, a
4: Batman take, Begins is currently the number one Alfred. Phantasm is number two. I'd put Jeremy Irons. It's, it's not, thing. It's, it's Michael Caine versus Jeremy Irons. If That's you put number two, if you right put underneath.
3: Jeremy Irons above me. Okay, there you go. I'll be very disappointed.
4: The Flash. Jeremy Irons enters ragu. Alf. <laughs> wow. Alf at number two, <laughs> ladies good. and gentlemen. Uh, my calculations <laughs> are never wrong. The, the hospital is about
2: to co- collapse. Flash is like, no, it's not. I love these type of cameos, though. The Jeremy Irons later we get. Oh, you mean um, ones that make sense and are really cool for the story? Aquaman's dad. like things Oh, like my that. God. So just, cool. I just love where it's like, oh, it makes sense for the story. But then it also just feels like these are real characters that have been living here. And we've Exactly. Seen them, we it makes them. it
4: seem cool. like the DC Universe. Like, yes. it's a universe, right? And again, back to my point from the beginning of like, man, I wish this. In, so many people have said this or whatever. But I think you might have even said, like, uh, it's, I wish we'd gotten here sooner. I think we could have started the DC Universe here. Nobody needs Batman's backstory. We need the Flash's backstory because it's neat or whatever. And all the people don't know it. Yada, yada, yada. Wonder Woman, we could have just jumped in. We didn't need all this bullshit to get here. I digress. Uh, Before we even got the, it's going to collapse. No, it's not. We got to go up in the hospital and see just all the, the the nurse locked in the room with the room full of babies in the first act. And it was like that. This is when I was like, that is an over the top decision, but I'm like, also very comic booky and it's like are they gonna Straight land up. this or fuck it up and ruin the start of the movie and they land it because of course the building does collapse everything shifts to the side the babies roll the glass breaks they all tumble out flash sees it all in slow motion
1: before that though we do get a wonderful moment to, to your earlier point where it's like the flash is not all powerful you start seeing him it, everything is frozen and then it starts to slowly speed up as his energy level hits nothing and he runs for the first baby and then pushes it aside. No,
4: before that, we're right there. This is like oh, the next scene apologies. that I would have gotten to. My Because the baby's already out the window. Well, you, you Go for it. It. Out it. The baby's out with the bathwater. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> now we're in something that Nick recaps the plot <laughs> Andy, for. Fair <laughs> enough. That was great.
1: Uh, Real good. Thank I you. Just, I love this moment where he goes yeah. to, he pushes the it baby It looks aside. like he's coming for the baby. Yeah, Just karate <laughs> and chops and in and the the eats baby. all the food.
3: And I think that is what kind of – that makes me turn the corner. Because as soon as the babies are falling out of this building – and we're laughing like, what the fuck is this movie doing right now? This is dumb as hell. And then he reaches past to get the food to fuel up, and then it it clicks right there. Yep. In that moment, you go, oh man, these people know they're what they're going, doing. They're yeah, doing it. They're this is funny. This is comedy. You know, and we've
1: seen this type of scene a lot before. X Men, X Men, uh, the second X Men. We we did another one in that, right?
3: All of the like Silver Killing in yeah, First Quir- Class Quir- 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 and Days of Future Past. Yeah,
1: both great. This, I was like, ah, oh, here we go, right? It's the it's the slow motion. We're trying to better the uh, uh the sequence in uh, First Class where it, lightning, but not lightning in a bottle. What's the name of that song?
0: If I could put time, uh, time, time in a
1: bottle, which is phenomenal. This just. Oh, I different. thought you were trying to say they were trying to catch lightning in a bottle. Like. No, there's the, <laughs> the, the time in a, the, the The best sequence is when we're in, yeah. the, in the kitchen where he's like pushing all this up. That was fantastic. The X Men Mansion sequence, not as great. And this one, I was like, no, let's not try to best those. And they just did something completely different. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Great.
4: Ladies and totally. gentlemen, I have sad news to report to you. I apologize. It turned out that I had moved off of my notes app. By the time we did Batman in re- the Batman in review, so I do have it. So we can fix this real quick and get everything set up, all right? Do I have to run backward for it?
1: You want me to run around the set and go back in time so we can fix this? Fuck yeah, I do actually. Oh god. <laughs>
4: Colliding. It's a podcast within a podcast. Greg, talking,
1: it's not on the notes app. It's on the list. It's talking best. Bad. <laughs>
4: like, <laughs> you where go. are the tomatoes? No, oh, the no. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was really good. <laughs> 10 out of 10. So, oh man. my. <laughs> it turns. Oh, the list was really out of—we li- really fucked it up. Oh, <laughs> thank man. God, thank God, you corrected me. I would have made quite the fool out of myself
1: by ranking <laughs> off the wrong list. Sadly, my dad is uh, George Clooney now. So. <laughs> the best
4: batsuits—there's actually thirteen on the list. Oh, number one, the Batman's bat suit in Batman. Number two, Dark Knight slash Dark Knight Returns. This makes sense. Uh, number three, Phantasm. Number four, Batman Returns. Number five, Batman Begins with the velour cape. Number six, Batman Forever, normal. Number uh, seven, eighty-nine Batman. Number eight, Lego Batman. Number nine, Batman and Robin. Number ten sonar suit batman forever number 11 66 batsuit. number 12 young bruce the joker <laughs> god we're stupid uh number 13 batman and robin on ice i assume we're still fine then putting it in at right below 89 that would put it above lego batman sure
1: cool okay i'm fine with it
2: i don't agree but i'm okay uh, well,
4: argue it
1: yeah. it's well, all we about. do all day Lego batman's better <laughs> i'll put it below lego batman then. what do you think i'll
2: Okay, you're flip-flopping. Then. I think Lego Batman's
3: better.
4: All right, then. It's actually going in. Uh, the Flash Batsuit goes in at number nine on the overall list. Number nine no. on the o- below Lego Batman and above Batman and Robin. Luckily, uh, I feel like we should do- rank the Alpha Alpha in a second, but that doesn't change anything because I don't think... Oh, no, it does Sorry, What? But- I might have been a little confused. Which Batsuit are
1: we ranking in this? The gray and blue one? Isn't okay.
4: that right? Which one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I thought we were going to rank the... Are we going to rank the other one?
4: Yeah, of course we are. He's not in the fucking movie yet.
1: We're gonna rank the flash bat suit?
4: Oh, no, it's not in the movie yet. Thank you, thank
3: you,
0: Cole. Oh
3: god. I don't know why he's <laughs> running backwards, <laughs> Great job, Greg. <laughs>
4: Okay, and then so The Flash, Alfred doesn't change much because it was number one, Dark Knight Alfred, number two, Dark Knight Returns Alfred, then Batman Begins Alfred. Oh, shit, Alfred, I mean, there's a lot of fucking Michael Kane right there. We're putting him below everybody, right? Jeremy Irons, okay. There's nothing Caine. wrong with
3: a lot of Michael Kane.
4: Got it, all right, cool. Uh, we've kind of beaten the horse to the death here, but yeah, he punches the thing, gets all the babies, but he doesn't touch the babies, so he moves them around, but there's one baby that he has to put in a microwave. You're like, what's that all about? He'll explain it later that if he touches you, he just fucking vomit forever, right?
3: Uh, Baby's gonna puke his own guts out.
4: Nudges a bunch of things the way it should be, he gets the thing, catches everybody,
2: rolls him away. That's great. On top of that though, the mic- he put the baby in the microwave and the microwave went through fire. fire. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah. was just like these babies. Like it's, you start to really it's so like uncomfortable to watch, but then you realize this is literally like not even a second. So it's right. like that baby, it felt like the baby was in but the But they microwave. still gave the baby
4: a goofy smile,
3: like yeah. it was really enjoying it. I appreciated <laughs> that, right? Yeah, they they look like cabbage Patch dolls. It was very uncanny valley with the babies. Yes.
4: But, and then he saves, the nurse lands, time speeds back up and the nurse, she's like, <laughs>
3: you've been saved. He screams <laughs> about
4: ridiculous that was or whatever. Amazing. And, and the
3: service gr- dog was falling too, but they saved the first service dog. A, a great line from Barry on right here being like, uh, if you need to seek uh, mental counseling or anything like that. Please seek your blah, blah, blah. Don't ask the Justice League. We're not really We're not good, good at, at it, it yet. We're not good at that <laughs> yet. We're not good at that yet. We're
4: not good at that. And so then, you know, uh, Jeremy Irons, of course, Alfred is like, I'm really impressed with you, Mr. Allen. That was a great job or whatever. Uh, he runs over then to help Bruce, of course, who's still chasing Falcone, who's got the the neurotoxin or whatever. Uh, Batman falls over the side, or fa- come, fun, falls over the side. He's got it hanging above the water. If one of those falls, everybody will be dead in, a, in Gotham or whatever. Uh, and then <laughs> it's fine. I got it. Wonder Woman's yeah. there to lasso him, pull him all up. Congratulations, save the day. Uh, Flash was there holding his hand too, or whatever. They're both lassoed. Uh, she, you know, she, she says whatever, and Bruce, is like, "I could never thank you. It'd be too big for my ego." And it has a fun thing that like. Joss, we didn't try really hard to do in Justice League when Aquaman was sitting on it, but it didn't work as well as it works here because it's really fun and genuine here, I thought.
1: They uh, they running around together?
4: I mean, you know, I, I got vibes, yeah. but it also seemed like they hadn't seen each other in a while.
1: I got the vibes of like, what's up? But like, yeah, nobody no, in the office knows we're dating, but yeah. we've been
4: dating. Yeah, it did I did like that. that way. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love one. it. Yeah, okay. Good stuff. Showing, stuff. showing her Plus. the old bat wing.
1: Could have been funnier. Could have been, been less
2: funnier. I think overall, I'm happy it was <laughs> there.
4: Yeah,
3: exactly. What's up, Nick? Andy, what's the bat wing in this context? The bat wing. The batwing. You, you and your friends you, all do the batwing in your you kids. You grab your balls and you stretch it out. Know. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I love it. I love it. Kevin had yeah. to spell it out. Grab, yeah.
2: grab this your, is like
4: I, yesterday when I said flicking the bean and this kid in chat honestly didn't know. So they you grab that your, your balls and you stretch it out. I just didn't. Th- in my brain, <laughs> I wouldn't
1: naturally think that that's what Bruce
4: Wayne would. That's like his Barry Allen is, thing. of course, late Check for work, out. so he runs back <laughs> to Central City where he checks in and all the other, the new the two people who see, oh, these are his friends, they're not his friends, they're really mean coworkers, are making fun of him, and then the boss is all mad at him for being late, what excuse are you going to give me this time, Allen, your dog ate the thing and the thing and the dog and the thing and the dog, and he's like, oh, man, that's not even make sense, he's like, you're in trouble as always, you're late, whatever. Uh, we go through the work day. Then Barry's working on a glove. He's working on some evidence or whatever. Uh, but he comes out. His friends come, f- fake friends, come to the window, knock on the glass. and like, yeah, come outside. And he comes outside and they're giving a presentation like, yo, we have the glove. Everything's done. We have and He's like, I'm still working on that. And then they make fun of him and they just keep bagging on. They are yeah. atrocious. Relative. They're not his friends.
2: Horrible. Man. I hate this. Everything about them I just dislike. When they come back in a different timeline, they're fucking hilarious. And I did not see that coming at all. Because they're the ones in the the, in the apartment, the yeah, rates. yeah. Which I just put together when you said Me too. Because I did, did not, not know
3: that. I did not put did that not together that. at the time. That girl
4: was very funny. She was funny, yeah. I, I was funny. Um, however, though, watching the, the the boss do the big talk is Iris Iris West. So Iris West comes over at the end and is like Barry Barry Allen, and she's like, and he's like, yeah, oh Iris, hey, I haven't seen you in Forever. And she's like, I thought you saw me real recently or whatever. Making ladies and gentlemen it official. Official, Greg. The Snyder cut. Is in fact the canonical Justice League because, of course, that's the only place we saw Barry save Iris West in that car accident when I think they played Hallelujah or whatever they're playing. I don't even fucking remember. They played some mm, the it's song. Hallelujah. He blew up his shoes, remember? It was a big deal. Yeah, uh, He saved her there and then he just plays it off and they're
2: like, okay, cool. I won't talk to you anymore about it. Kind of clunky and weird with this whole, like, oh, we've seen each other, we haven't seen each other. And I know that they're referencing that, but if you don't know that, this just feels awkward where it's like, oh, yeah, we were friends in college. It's like, how far out from college are you now? There's, I just feel like there's just a lot of questions more than answers here but i do think that this movie from around this point on does a good job of catching people up to the Flash's situation with his parents and what's going on with the court system and like why his dad's in uh, prison and all that i'm like huh this we got bits and pieces through the last, what, 10 movies or whatever, but you did a pretty good job of catching everyone up if they haven't seen all these other things.
4: And that's, of course, what she's referencing. She's a reporter. She'll be covering the case tomorrow. Of, there's an appeal hearing for Barry's dad, who, of course, is in jail for murdering his mother, which he and Barry claim is not the case. Barry is sad about this and goes home. Uh, once he's at home in his apartment, uh, he gets a phone call from his dad at the you know Central City Corrections Facility. or Was it Blackgate? I forget where it was. It was one of the... No- Iron Heights? Um, Iron Heights. Heights Iron yeah. Heights. Uh, he accepts the collect charges talks to his dad. they're talking about the appeal process. Uh, there's a package from Bruce Wayne uh, that Barry's looking at while talking to his dad, and it's sorry, Barry, and you play it, and it's security footage that Bruce cleaned up that would not be in- it would be totally inadmissible since just some random moment was touching. But they look at it and he never looks up. He never looks up on the the, 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 hot, the grocery store feed. Yes, Nick. Was it glitched because Barry went back and glitched it? No. OK. It was glitched because it was bad thing, And that was the McGuffin. I thought guy. it was like every time, like the he, electricity
1: was the electricity from his shit, like messed up the cameras. No, interesting. No.
4: Okay, at least not Mari. I mean, you know, sure. we can call up Andy and see, not this Andy, the talented Andy who makes movies and see what he's oh, Muchetti. Um, and so it, he's like, just let it go, Barry. Similar to the conversation we saw last time they talked, even though dad's changed quite a bit. Uh, and so Barry shoots out and where does he run he runs back to their child at home to stand on the street like a big old creeper looking at it and reminiscing while talking to his dad but then we get a flashback of you know uh, them being at the house and young barry coming out and then the thing going and mom's in there dancing singing you remember the song she would play and she would wear my sweats and she would do this and she would make a sauce and it would smell like basil and so Barry gets to kind of relive everything and all the trauma, and is I think we even get this is where we get everything, so stabbing, putting yeah, all like here, the whole thing. Yeah, you know, you, you know, uh, he's up in his room playing after his dad went to get the tomato sauce that the blue can, the green can. You'll find out, can. Uh, when he very comes good, back and he finds very that. good
3: young double for yep. yeah, oh yeah, totally.
4: Uh, but you know, finds the mom uh, stab Barry called nine one one. Barry runs out of the house like a little doofus. Could have saved your mom. Dial those are those are those are what we call the golden minutes right there. You get on the phone right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Where was he running? neighbor's house probably not kids are they're stupid I, I want
1: to give a shout out to the mom here too that also often in a lot of these comic book movies like all the parents are always like this these throwaway characters and the actors never she kills it nail she crushes. i think she was great Me i think too. i think they did a great job with this character specifically like feeling, a very
4: loving you know, mother loving mother but that feeling real
1: it. and feeling like you know she has it's not just in this notice respect but like uh martha kent or uh or uh what's the, what's the dad's name bob kent jonathan kent where they just feel sort of like one dimensional the entire time because okay. they first off, you know, there.
4: I'll, I'll, i i I I I do not enjoy cool. the Kevin Costner performance of Jonathan Kent. Oh, okay. But so if you you're gonna come me. in here and insult Diane Lane like that, unfaithful' Diane Lane, we're gonna have some fucking words. Okay. Have some words. I remember I'll- when she drops the coffee pot? You know what? Remember when she says the cape, you know, I'm I'm a friend of your son's I thought so. Yeah. The cape, that's a fucking portrayal right there.
1: That, that, you know what? I'd like to take that back if I could, but there's just no mechanism that'll allow me to run back in time and do it. Don't do it.
0: What a great yeah, audio podcast!
3: a great <laughs> more of a visual gag, <laughs> I would say. Yeah,
1: uh,
2: yeah.
1: You know, Barry's mom in this just as good as as Martha Kent and Jonathan Kent. Just nailed it. Oh, I
2: hate Jonathan Kent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I will uh, say they tried to. They did the very diet. We have I Love You 3000 at home sort of version of it. Oh, I love love you. I love you. you, you, you I love you first. I love you more. It'll never be I Love You 3000.
4: No. Never will. Yeah. Uh, Barry gets super sad because of this and runs and runs and runs till his little legs get so fast they take him into the time bubble the Coliseum where he rewinds time a little bit and is like wait a second and he pops his head out and he looks around and he's like I just rewound time to
2: the babies pretty cool man I like that this was there's a couple little distinctions that they, they do in this movie versus Spider-Verse or Multiverse of Madness or any of the other things that we're seeing recently with Multiverse stuff where it wasn't him trying to do this and then it happening. He accidentally ran too fast, and this happened. Yeah. I, and I like how early it that. happened in the movie. And I, I feel like <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I just feel like that was like a, an interesting way to jump into this. And later, the way that they handle the, the pasta and like the, like the explanation. I was yeah. like, oh, cool! I like this explanation. It's very similar to ones we've had, but kind of explains this world's or this universe is uh, a little bit better. So I I appreciated that.
4: 100. Uh, Barry doesn't change anything though. Gets out of that. He's like, "Well, I just ran back in time. I I know kung fu, so he contacts the one and only Bruce Wayne, who has a conversation." Conversation with him outside uh, of his apartment about this. This is the Graysons in the background in a nice car, and and Bruce being like, "These scars are, who, are what made us who we are. Like you can't go in, you can't tinker that, you can't yep. change that. That's dumb. Don't be an idiot." To which Barry's like, "Oh man, like we should go get dinner." And Bruce is like, "You're in a very vulnerable state and have the abilities. You ruin everything. I gotta go." Sorry. Yeah, You're on your own. Case.
1: You're clearly struggling with this, and you're 90% in on this, and I have not talked you out of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: exactly. I yeah, don't, I'm don't going to bounce. Yeah, i I've not at all really driving this point home. Also, just in case here. nobody knows, please buy a Mercedes.
1: Please buy a Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone.
4: Uh, Bruce leaves, and and Iris is waiting in the shadows, and she comes over, and she's like, you got friends with cool cars. It's an Uber XL, or, or uh, Uber, whatever, the fancy executive. What's up with like that, that flash joke? cars. Iris is it. a
1: yeah. journalist in this, correct? Yes. A journalist who presumably would know exactly who Bruce Wayne is—is <laughs> is it odd that she's not
4: like? Why are you fucking? Technically, hanging out with Bruce Wayne? his back, uh, the back of the head, to her the entire time. At one point, I guess he he turns to get the car, but okay,
1: I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's weird that she wasn't like, was that Bruce Wayne? Why do you know Bruce Wayne?
4: The only—I mean, like there is so much headcanon shit to do, and comic books. We're talking about comic books, sure. It could be one of those if we really want to get in the weeds and wrestle with uh, headcanon. Like, okay, what? billionaire I guess I know I'm, I'm arguing myself but like okay so like I don't think of Wayne Tech as Apple I don't think Bruce Wayne comes out and gives like Steve Jobs speeches no so it's like then I'm just talking about he's some billionaire like how many billionaires are there in New York that have Wayne, Wayne Tech would be shit? like Bell or you know okay so there you yeah. go like what if this would you know the CEO or like of Boston Dynamics? this isn't exactly apples to apples I know it's rough though because like, this, this here's, here's a better in this world, one world, he's here's like a BFA better Guterres. example of this a way better example of this fucking Clark Kent didn't know who he was remember Who's that? Oh, you must be new to the Let the Eat Cake Beat. That's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but remember in that movie, he'd only been
3: on Earth for one minute. <laughs> <It's not laughs> God damn true. it! I do Anyways. love how Mercedes had a bunch of RGB all over and mm, Cool life. So cool.
4: Uh, he invites Iris upstairs. Uh, he does super speeds and cleans up his entire place. I like this gag where he cleans up the entire yeah. house. This is much cleaner than I thought it would be. Yeah, I'm a pretty tidy guy. <laughs> And all the shit falls out. I was like, all right, cool. Same thing. I like the gag too. <laughs> you want a drink? Yeah. he opens it up. he just got moldy broccoli and a Chinese. So he phases through the wall and gets the beers and comes back. And, you and know, then sitting down, yeah, and pops it. You know it's coming. I you know didn't, it's going to pop. That caught me off guard. I, I, I didn't shake the shit out of those <laughs> I, things. I know, I know, I know. But I was, I was so caught up in the rest of it. I wasn't thinking of like the reality of what would happen to a beer you shake at a molecular level. Um, Tim, mm-hmm. we've uh, done uh, science with Kevin.
1: We've yes. run it back a couple times here. We've got ragu bagu, alf, 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 alf. I have to ask you, as our EV man, Mr. EV, what was cooler, the Delorean yes. and Fast? Okay, that's Okay, it's all right.
2: Like, cool. Before you even asked, I thought that I Delores. thought the Mercedes was dope. It's pretty damn sick. All all OLED so in the Mercedes. So sad. That's even crazy. The, even the back seat has a... Iris old, apologizes old for how right. she
4: had done this and, OLED you know, seat. all this other stuff or whatever. And, like, she didn't mean to come off awkward at the, you know, thing where she was pumping him for information. She does want to help him, even though she doesn't really know him and whatever. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, this is like a forced thing. But I think also Iris does on some level know she, he saved her. So I think there is still that, too, mm. where it's not... This isn't... I, I know you, Barry, from college. It is more like, you saved my life. I didn't fucking imagine that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was in a horrible car wreck and then I was just outside safe. Right. Um... There's something going on here that's bigger than what I think it is.
3: Um, but- I thought we were going to get a couple of lines here as Barry gets the message or whatever that, or once Barry starts realizing exactly what he needs to do and how he can fix his past. Like, thanks for inviting me. Actually, this is my place. Never mind. You have to leave. You know, like, it was just weird that he just kind of left her in there. on found that kind of odd.
1: You know, it, as like, is that computer password protected? She's like, yeah, <laughs> and the Flash logo popped up. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, that's just
4: Lex Luthor's computer that has that shit. Uh, but yeah, that's what happens. Of course, Iris is talking about something completely different. Barry totally interprets it. Wait, like it's the spaghetti sauce. If I could, or not? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, if I could do that and make her not forget the spaghetti sauce, then we'd be all fine. This is a great thing. Thanks. He leaves, and I was expecting. Wait, wait. I live here. No, it's more like he pops up. We should do this again sometime. I had a great time. Shuts the door, and then just fucking run, Barry, run. on It's splitting hairs, obviously,
1: but I mean. It's the same thing, right? He's like, like what, was, what was the original plan going to be? Just go there and stop whoever killed your mom? And wouldn't it be more fortunate, like, beneficial right now to know who killed your actual mom, especially as your dad's on trial?
4: Well, I'm again, his whole point. thing is that, you know, he, he thinks that it was, yeah, Bruce is very clear. You could never touch anything, You could never do anything. His whole thing is that he still thinks it was just a random crime. They saw his dad drive away, and they thought they could come steal from the house. So if you eliminate your dad right. leaving the house, then nobody's going to come. It's... Paper thin and not yeah, necessarily sure. how a real criminal. It'd be great if they both die. <laughs> yeah. But like, but they, God. but they, but
1: they reference the butterfly effect, right? Yeah. Isn't that he said? And the butterfly effect in Kevin. Correct me if I'm wrong. I is know. that you go back in time and step on a butterfly, it'll echo through all of time, and it could be cataclysm. That's super wrong. What is the butterfly? Effect? Butterfly flaps its wings, and a oh, right. tsunami in Japan or whatever. Got it. So something as simple as that wouldn't that in the super genius like Barry's brain be like if I move a fucking can. That's the same concept,
4: right? Yeah, no, I mean, there's, yes, yes, of course. But, but I mean, like, this is why Barry Allen fucks up the timeline all the time, is that yeah. he can't, really can't wrap, because even like, I mean, don't get me wrong, he totally fucks it up anyway, right? Like, when he, at the end of the movie, when he comes back, it's like, it, don't get me wrong, I'm totally on the Bruce Wayne side of this, of just like, by even interacting with your mom and taking those clothes, you've then made it so somebody else wouldn't take those clothes. Right. So like, what is that? Per- or, what happens when you put the extra can in there, so what happens when they run out of the cans at the time right. they need it? And like you've slowed your mom down so your mom isn't moving to the same place at the same time. It's yeah, like it's all, that's, that's butter it like, right? It's all those brain. ripple changes that fucks yeah. up the timeline and makes Michael Keaton or George Clooney your Batman.: I digress. He runs all the way back. He runs to the supermarket. He runs through the supermarket. He gets the can and walks up. Don't forget the tomatoes. <laughs> puts them in the cart, which also, to me, like, again, I, I wouldn't do this. If you're listening, God and or Satan, if you ever give me powers like this, I wouldn't it's do this. I wouldn't fuck awesome. with the timeline. You're ready like to
3: cut this. this out, Kevin. But
4: what I'm saying is delete. he goes and puts the tomatoes in the thing, right? Mm-hmm. At which point I'd be afraid of my mom looking down like, oh, I already got the tomatoes. And then Barry brings back the other can of tomatoes, little Barry. And, he, and she goes, oh, we don't need them. And then the whole thing just fucking happens the same way because she gets home and only has the one can of tomatoes. I would have taken two cans of tomatoes put them in there. You know what I mean? If I was breaking the timeline, which I'm not breaking the timeline, i digress. Mm-hmm. They put tomatoes in there. Barry runs
2: back. And I, say, I expected the Satan thing to be a lot worse than just oh, give two tomatoes. I just it's like coming. to cover
4: my bases. Yeah. You know what I mean? If somebody's out there like, maybe we should give this kid superpowers. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure they understand that I would probably pretty be great with him. I know problem. I'm not worthy of a Green Lantern ring.
3: That probably is doing
4: a lot of work right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, he
4: runs back. I want him to recognize that Greg was like, I know I'm not worthy of a Green Lantern I've ring covered or... it on content before. I know. I know. It's okay. I know. I would use it for too many pranks on Andy. He definitely would. be like, be why scared. are my I mean, pants but like, inflated? That's,
1: that's okay, right? Like,
4: it's... it's but remember like, when I told you guys, too, how I, I would, like, interrupt other people in cars? Like, if they were bad, I would, like, come through. I would, like, send in a little, like, you know, announcement in there of, like, yo, you fucking suck a drive. And then they'd be, ah! <laughs> smash the car. And then yeah, I but you can, you
3: can catch the car. It's true. Yeah, Nick. I mean, you got a strong will is the thing. I do have a strong will. Mm-hmm. Nick, you right. missed it earlier. During Kind of Feudy, Greg just starts laughing out of nowhere, and he goes, I just made a purchase. No, no, he doesn't. He just said, I just got an ingredient. I just got an ingredient. For the best <laughs> prank true. ever. Yeah, It's going to be so good. And Nick. they said, who's it for? And he said, Andy Cortez. Yep. And he's telling me this to my face. Yeah. My stomach's growling. Oh, you're We're hungry. still going to get you're you with hungry.
1: that movie snack prank.
4: Oh my God. Anyway, oh, so he starts running back to time. He's like, I did it. I did it. I saved the day. Mom's going to be alive. And he starts seeing new memories appear, which I thought was cool. That I was thought cool. that was a cool way of doing it. Like, oh man, he did change time. He's graduating. He's turning 18. That's neat. And then as he runs, what's he see? Monster. Is it Doomsday? Is it
2: Reverse Flash? Is it Zoom? It's, yeah, it's a reverse flash.
4: He knocks him out of the time I love bubble. This. Knocks him out, out of the college So key.
2: stupid hate the design of it in the best way We're like the fuck how are they gonna explain this and the, by the t- end of it I'm like it worked y'all explain this perfectly how the fuck did you make this ugly piece of shit make sense and make me go yeah I'm here for this I'm totally here he knocks him out in any sense, though, into
4: you know the know street I mean? of it. yeah well paradox paradox it's spaghetti Blue time's bad, not bad. Li- time's not linear uh, knocks him out into the front of the house Barry can't believe what he seeing <laughs> And so he walks on in and finds uh, mom and dad there getting ready for Sunday dinner. It smells like basil, I assume. Uh, it wasn't a 4D experience. So, so nobody's walking by blowing basil in my face. You know what I mean? Wherever these idiots go to. Oh, they're going to go to it. Uh, anyways uh, and so yeah there's a few comments oh you cut your hair oh you, you look old blah 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 it's like oh we as the viewers are like okay cool we're not in the right time space uh, but he hangs out and he eats dinner and he's real hungry so he eats all of it and he's having a great time and then uh, they mention uh, school and he's like yeah it's great and, you know you he saw the fucking movie he's playing along but eventually something's amiss and he looks outside and sees young Barry coming through who does act a lot in this scene like Marty McFly Jr. Uh, and he goes shit I got a shit <laughs> whatever runs out there you know quiets him down eventually gets some up in his room explains all this stuff which again i'd be i i've uh, god or satan if you're listening if i ever get the ability to time travel you know i am going to be chill i got the secret word everything's gonna be fine what is it i, I don't tell you i will never tell you you'll never get me <sighs> anyways uh and then we get the mcguffins here and the ex- explanations and all the stuff right and so they yell at each other they yell down there and they yell the yellow thing and i'm p- from the few he's but he's not telling them a lot of details he's just telling them the thing or whatever and how he's got to run but, and all this seems super simple right like, oh, okay, cool. I got knocked out early. I'm going to go back in the run thing, and I'll have the old gray man come after me or whatever. But, of course, before he can actually do that, when he's getting ready to leave, the rain comes in, and he's like, what's the date? It's only rained once in Central City. Hold on a sec. And he puts, it, to, Scott. He puts it together, of course, that this was the night he got struck by lightning because he was doing the... Uh, just in, like Back to the Future. Just point, like Back to the
3: Future. Gigawatt. 1.21 gigawatts. I, I out loud said, hey, wait, what's today? And I was like, are they about to pull a nine eleven reference? Like It was so I don't know why funny. that came to my head it was of like so funny. what's today like this like this world like and then he goes September and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> and he goes, September eighth, and I was like, Oh
1: You
4: looked at me dead in the eyes, you said, I thought it was gonna be a September eleven thing.
1: And just oh my god. we kept watching.
3: You.
4: And then I he, thought it was gonna be Man of Steel. And it kinda of was Oh gotcha. Which you. also, like honestly, in the grand scheme of things, also would kind of like What's today? Oh, today's day I get my powers, and then also in like two days, one day, like the a the global cataclysm is coming. And even when the thing pops up, he's like, Oh, it's Zod." I'm like. You'd remember this sequence of events. I got powers, and then the next day, aliens were real, and they
1: killed thousands in yeah. Metropolis, leveled the city. I, I, I didn't mind that though, because I, I like either. that explains why Flash on. wasn't able to help out. He, also cool. He tried. Also, and no, it Didn't work. Awesome. Yeah, I, I he thought did that was really, really cool. That
4: was really, really. And cool. then we
1: also see that the new Flash like really does struggle with those. Doesn't really. I mean, the phasing thing he nails, but like the rest of it is like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. It's crazy. Exactly.
4: So yeah, getting ahead. of Right. So they run him over the crime lab, uh, and then you know we work our way up. We get the phasing jokes which we liked or not the phase the introduction of phasing as they phase through the wall uh we get up there and then yeah put him in the chair i don't want to get struck by lightning i don't want chemicals yadda yadda. and this again like i was like i i, I like I, I like where we're going with it but i was like this is a pretty rookie move fast Barry. of like you, i feel like you can slow everything down so like you're faster than lightning so it's not like as soon as you're how'd you get struck by the fucking lightning you know what i mean and at any point if he I, you, you know just, I would just, you know, if I'm fast moving, move uh, Andy's him. I move behind him, and I just hold him down. And I just wait, and I wait in slow-mo. Here comes the lightning. All right, there's no way you can get out of this one. Yeah. But I digress. He's not as smart as me. You know what I mean? That's yeah, why I he know. didn't deserve his powers. I do. That's right. Anyways, uh, he gets shot through the back with the lightning. Shot through the back. Uh, and then he sees uh, Barry 2 heal from the lightning bolt. And he's like, oh, you got your powers. That's great. And so they start trying to escape, and then they run. You guys are talking about the losing the tooth scene? Where his tooth yeah was in the other guy's mouth, and it's just like weird. What a Why? weird little joke to make. And then they they but, super glue it back in, and all for the bit off. at the end. Yeah,
1: I like that little bit at the end where it falls yeah, out. Funny. It's just
4: like I what? forgot all about it, so they did a good job of being like, "Yeah, okay." Um uh, I mean, did it pay off? I don't know. It nope. happened again. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Fair. Uh,
4: they get downstairs. This is the big reveal. Then, of course, Barry doesn't ha- or Barry one doesn't have his powers anymore. They're all inside of Barry two. Very Lois and Clark, as you remember. Remember, Superman powers could be communicated through lightning to other people as they were on the plane to that one guy who passed away recently. I forget what show he was on. Of course, yeah. Well, actually, they're also to the kid. Remember when the, he, Superman, was holding up, Superman was holding up a plane, got struck by lightning, and the kid got the powers, and then the, the mom went public saying she this was Superman's son and she could prove it because he had like superpowers. And it was like, oh, fuck. But then Lois and Clark figured out it was because of lightning bolted on the train. But then there was the guy who, Leslie, what, who's the guy who just died recently? Leslie Nielsen. Leslie. No, no. The, he's an actor. He was a shorter man. Reminds okay. me of a, an older Pat Oswalt doesn't matter, everybody. You'll know what I'm talking about. Chat. There's no way there's, there's another no male Leslie. Put Leslie died actor. In the, he was at, sure, I'll look for you know, right know. now. Thank you very much. You're going to be red in the face. I'll tell you what. You'll get yours. <laughs> <laughs> You're like right now, Leslie Jordan? Yeah, Leslie Jordan. That's him. Thank I have someone. no idea who this person oh, is. Man, well, if you watched Lois Leslie's and Clark, anymore. you would know. He had his own little suit. It doesn't matter. God damn it, guys. I mean, Why don't his... you ever let me? Why do you always bring up Leslie Jordan? Can I please <laughs> fucking talk about The Flash? There's no reason for this right now. We've wasted so much time. If only someone could rewind oh. time so that I didn't talk about Leslie Jordan and this really oh. really Where were
0: you,
4: Greg? And so, you know, Barry, the, the lightning transfers, the power is just mm-hmm. – you know what? I, there's this thing from Lois and Clark. It's not even worth bringing it up. <laughs> Anyways, though, uh, he can't he can't face through. So they do the whole thing, and they eventually get out of the they get out of there without the security guards seeing him. Even though the security guards would have seen him real easily, right? Also, there was the funny bit where they phased through the second time through the door, and then the door just slid open behind them. This is early. That like was that, very like great that a great comedy moment. Yeah. Uh, we get home. Uh, Barry get, Barry one gets Barry two home uh Oh my God, this is you you got powers. I got powers. And then he acts like anybody else would just, you know, running around, jumping on the bed. I probably wouldn't
2: do, but he runs around, jumps around. Eventually, he, you know, he goes for a big run. So here's the thing this scene is one of the weirdest things that I said I'm so surprised by this movie. I am so surprised by this scene. We've seen it a million times in movies. Hey, somebody funny gets powers, there's going to be a jackass. We get the setup of Looney Tunes on the TV. And then we get the reference of him beating Speedy Gonzalez and he does the the pose. He's like, Oh, he's Speedy Gonzales, you know, I've done it thousands of and times. And he runs, <laughs> and it proceeds to be this wild action scene of him running around that is just a Looney Tunes set piece. It is just him setting a bunch of things up to, to happen. And I'm like, holy crap, somehow this does not feel like Quicksilver scenes in X-Men. This feels like Looney Tunes. They nailed it. Yeah. Very
4: funny. Yeah, this is one that I enjoyed it. And it was like when it when it starts off, I was like, I know where this is going, right? And then I and you didn't didn't i felt like you know as as it is uh, the lightning's arcing off and setting off this and that's happening in car accidents blah blah blah. i'm like i I really liked it and i especially liked when well he's you know he bursts into flames or whatever right his clothes burst into flames as we knew they would because this has been referenced before uh and then then when he just runs back naked (laughs) like what did you do nothing (laughs) you know what i mean he's got like the symbol over his dick or whatever and like after they played the music and the fucking thing fellow and again straight out of a comic book or a cartoon right the fucking Central City Symphony truck opens up and all this shit. I was it's
2: like, right, this is good.
4: The Pia- Literally a piano.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like, but, like, but he's
1: stuck in a ring of fire. No lights and just a spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good.
4: Uh, so he does that, and then he starts talking about phasing or whatever. And he, rather than let Barry one finish the sentence, Barry two phases falls through, like Tim talks about. It's so funny. We <laughs> hear the scream. <laughs> from, <laughs> 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 falling through. Yeah, and he's like he looks painful as his like head hits shit. Uh, he comes back up then with Miss Whoever's pot over his dick as well or whatever. Uh, then he, are we always this hungry? He starts eating the peanut butter, the rotten broccoli. Everything tastes so vivid. Yada yada yada. You try this, it's horrible. Blah blah. blah. Eventually. He sits down. I think maybe he explains the suit a little bit that he built back in the day. But by the time he turns around, Barry two's fallen asleep or whatever. And Barry 1 decides, all right, then. I'll go to bed, too, right? I think so. Yeah, because we wake up, obviously, when the roommates wake up. And right. now it's this idea of, mm. oh, no, it isn't, that isn't right. That isn't right, is it? No. Instead, what happens... Does Man of Steel happen here, or does it? Then do, do we do we Google everybody and then Man of Steel happens, or does Man of Steel happen that we Google? Uh, he everybody? goes to look
1: for someone. Oh, he starts Googling people. Here, okay, I so I believe he, I think he sits on the on the. So he wakes up, computer. he
4: Googles everybody, he gets a funny Wonder Woman page. We call Arthur's dad. He did not in this universe uh, actually hook up with a Nicole no, Kidman. The,
1: the Zod thing has happened first because that's that's the impetus of him Googling everyone, right? That's why he wants going, to put the team together. Well, in it's, it's that thing
4: where you could. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, so Zod, the, the call happens for Zod. But why were they outside? I vividly remember them being. I outside think they lo- walk over. Yeah, I can't remember. It matter for the point of the long point of this thing we already know where we're at in the movie you saw the fucking movie um zod happens oh my god this is the day zod comes and he's this big bad kryptonian but there's a good kryptonian kal-al he's superman he's clark okay uh we got to go do this but we got to find clark but we got to find these people so he's like all right cool let's find all the justice league uh you know cyborg hasn't gotten his powers yet um uh wonder woman nobody can find wonder woman of course because she's just you know doing shit out there in some paris he's saving malls Exactly. i yeah, yeah. She went after that. She gave up on humanity. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, well, who else is there? If we go through all these people, and Arthur's not around. Uh, okay, Batman. And then uh, I'm Batman. Yeah. What did you say? She says I'm Batman. And this is where the Eric Stoltz conversation happened too. Yeah. Uh, how do you know Batman? Batman's real. Yeah. Batman. Nobody's seen him
3: in years. Blah blah blah. A lot of great comedy in this little sequel. Yeah, uh, exactly. Want to give they a shout right. out
1: why there's great comedy to this too? I, I want to say is uh, Cersei Monica Jackson is the actress's name who is from Dairy Girls. And if you've never watched Dairy Girls before, it is a Netflix show about a uh, bunch of schoolgirls in Ireland,
3: and it's hilarious. I've heard Joey mention it a million times. So funny.
4: So we decide we are off to Gotham City, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to Wayne Manor in a cab from Central City, which this just seems a little too convenient, but okay, whatever. I don't care. I'll let it go, because we already expressed the you can't run with people, right? You can't run at super speed with people because they'll have a problem.
3: This the a haunted house. <laughs>
4: we get there, yeah. We, do, we already talked about all this, so it's easy to jump through, right? And we'll just jump to the fight scene that then breaks out, right? Which I loved all the storytelling of, like, the water's boiling. There's one sandal on the ground, and then, like, Bruce pops out and quietly comes up behind him and kicks him. And then, of course, Barry, too, has, like, super speed. So he can just dodge everything, yeah. he even though he doesn't know what's
2: going on. He throws the pizza cutter at him and he dodges. Oh! <laughs> like, he's like, <laughs> like, he's like <gasps> this, I, I like this scene a lot because I, out of any way, would have never expected Michael Keaton's Batman to appear this way in this movie. Like, we've seen him in the trailers and stuff with the shaved head and stuff. So you're like, huh, like, how, why would he be doing this? I, I really know. liked it. Like, you think about No Way Home for a year we were like how are they gonna if they're there how are they actually gonna come out none of us could have ever tobe mcguire Maguire mcguire's gonna just fucking walk out hey <laughs> <I> guys <laughs> <on a, You laughs> through batter. a portal right uh and i feel like this is the other, the other thing where like i not would have never seen this coming and i thought they did a really good job in direct contradiction to tobe mcguire showing up
1: i loved it uh love also that they found a creative way to get a stunt person in in you know in that yep. kitchen so that Michael Keaton didn't have to do a lot of physicality stuff of course man is 69 years old is probably not 71 good. 71 why do I keep saying 69 cuz it's a I magic know how number I it. uh 71 uh, not unlike my criticism of uh Kingdom of Crystal Skull and I'm assuming Dial of Destiny where that Harrison Ford just does not have the physicality anymore Look away Marion Yeah I, I I like that they put him in the dude you know thing and it just took, was a fun fight scene
2: Just want to
1: say this to you in
2: particular Nick Sure so all the the early reviews of Indiana Jones real real bad right More and more people are seeing the screenings starting to turn a little bit. People like those reviews are absolutely not correct. Okay. Listen, we'll see. We'll see.
1: I, I I am adult enough and professional enough to eat my words and then pretend like I never said them
4: everything uh, slows down in the fight scene Batman asks are you hungry I'm making spaghetti he makes spaghetti uh, They we get jumped to the end of the conversation and he's like okay cool so you're telling me you did this and, blah, and he does the whole spaghetti analogy for how you know, I mean, let me guess you saw a movie once and you think that it works this way time of course isn't linear you make one change you're going to change both the past and the future because of uh, you know inter- the fulcrum and the intersections and stuff like that and he's like you had him in parallel originally now you've done this and you do it enough and it looks like this and the spaghetti and eats the spaghetti.
2: Implying that this batman has
3: dealt with this before
2: which is just interesting to think about right i didn't i didn't catch that i just thought
1: bruce wayne's so smart that he's like this yeah of course he's theorized how time travel would work
3: in his time off he's just been watching ted talks
4: well it's always important to remember and point out here that he's not 89 batman he's clearly that he's that he's not our 89 batman that is clearly who he is but we didn't jump to the 89 universe we pivoted and made a new universe that has this thing in here that's why i think you go out of the way of like I wouldn't expect 89 Batman to wear as many ascots as this this Bruce Wayne does, but he does it because I think it's a callback more to the 66 Adam West Bruce Wayne interpretation. Oh, maybe. Not yeah. that this is Bruce Wayne Adam West, but again, 89 Batman is we didn't jump universes, we've gone parallel and made our own here, right? You've done a fractured glass kind of situation here uh. where even though this is our 89 Batman I don't th- this, is not the 89 universe, right? Because we've changed past and present. So
3: we've already fucked with that and done this. And, w- and what's friends. the tomato sauce? Uh, the analogy's over. It's no, no, just the garnish. garnish. It's just the garnish. It's just the garnish. <laughs> so that's he lays it. And line. so
4: you want me to help you stop this, right? Yeah. No, past. It's <laughs> just leaves or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, all right, fuck it. We got to get down to get all his bat stuff. We're going to use his bat tech. Come with me. And then they faces again through the hole into the down into the bat cave. Weirdly, he doesn't it,
3: lose his clothes this time, though. And the soundtrack
4: here, phenomenal. Oh, well, God. you can phase and not lose your clothes. Remember, it was the super speed of running that caused friction. That is why he lost clothes. I'm not, make, I'm not saying this makes sense necessarily, sure. but it. even you know, when like, Barry won phase, he didn't lose his clothes. Either. I thought
1: when he phased down into the bottom, though, the tambourine was still on, on the floor. I thought it. Led, I thought it was like you know Terminator, where he goes to the bar, sure. tink. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I can't I bring that matter. He was wearing a,
4: a robe when he did that, right? And the robe. Oh, that's right, and the, yeah. that's what it was, Kevin. Yeah, the robe right. stayed there. I Maybe just he
1: just had to figure out. Learned, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes enough. sense.
2: Nick, I want you to tell me, what would this do for you? God.
1: It it hit so hard seeing this bad cave again. Seeing it, it really for me. The iconic part of the Batcave is the, thing that the, the place where we spent much a lot of the time was the computer, but also that, that roundabout, the lazy Susan that turns the Batmobile around. And just seeing it under the, the tarp for the first time, under the cover for the first time, and seeing all of it, and, and just having it kind of fully realized in a way that we hadn't seen before, was so well done. But it didn't, I think one of the biggest pops I got, and it's dumb, and it's cheesy, and it makes no sense was when barry number two walks out to him with a bag and goes hey this bag is laughing yeah, yeah. i was like oh my god they these are fans these are guys my age who are writing this movie and are like, we're going to throw everything in here for, for Nick sitting in the sitting in that theater. And I enjoyed the shit out of
2: it. I mean, you know, I know we've talked about this stuff a bazillion times, but we grew up in different ways watching Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. Like, I was like, what, 10, 11 years old around that. Nick, you, were, you saw Batman 89 in theaters. I was nine years old. You were nine years old. You saw that movie in theaters. It meant so much to you. And here we are getting that character back. Like, this is just wild that movies are
1: here. Completely wild. And just completely, what a fun ride. What a fun ride getting in there. What do you think, Greg?
4: Oh, my God. It was a dream come true. You know what I mean? Again, this is what I talked about uh, in terms of both the t- tone of the movie and where we're at with the DCEU and what the characters are here, but then the ability to have reverence for DC as a wider property. Um, you know, the idea of what we get here, the reverence paid to it, the touchstones to it, the little things of like, you know, again, it is 89, but it's not 89, but there's going to be all these touchstones to it. So like having that, weird ass fucking mouse with the, the mouse. ball yeah. like the one he had yeah. It I was like yeah I love those little touches and it was so cool to see Michael Heaton and him being suited up and doing all these things let alone at the end to see the multiverse and see how they did that and have all the cameos they, they put in there and created like yeah like when he came in it's like we'd already seen it from trailers of him flipping the switches and stuff but still I just reveled in it and it was just an amazing moment just to be back bah. there yeah yeah bah yeah. Mm. Ah, so and so of course, uh, yeah, with the, everything just happened with the bag, uh, Barry too, you know, yells at him a bunch of times in here. Um, I forget if this is when they have the big blot or whatever. I, I well, so. I'm just gonna toss it in there that they do around the bag and everything else. You don't take anything seriously. You don't know how good you have it when he is monkey, monkey. It's just a monkey. Mom calls us a monkey. She gives us monkey shit all the time. I thought that was great. Of course, again, like this Barry has grown up with the mom, so like yeah, the one monkey was gonna be thousands of monkeys, right? It wouldn't have mattered the same way, which is really powerful. I thought. Um, However, they eventually settle their beef enough to where he apologizes and whatever. And they, he goes to sleep in the Batmobile, which I fucking loved.
3: I, I thought this was going to be the thing that kind of sets them both apart. I thought this little blow-up argument was going to be the thing that made one resent the other the more, uh, even more or whatever. And the fact that that didn't happen until, like, you don't get the... Uh, what's the bad flash called? What's his... Reverse, Reverse flash. flash. Yeah, you don't get that stuff until way later. I thought this is going to be the thing that like, all right, well, I don't need you anyway. And they peace out because like, I felt like it was so badly acted in this moment. (laughs) Like it was just, it felt like very shoehorned in and we need some sort of conflict here. And I don't know. I just wasn't a huge fan of this blow up. But the music. I, I like that it didn't
4: out. go. They, they didn't push him away. Like they're gonna go off yep. and do their own thing. They suck it out here. Uh, Barry has a heart-to-heart with Bruce over the camera, where of course he explains this is about his parents and everything else. Of course, he's using the computer to try to find Clark Kent, to try to find Kal El. Um, he's looking through if you're, you know, unidentified objects that have fallen, and if anybody's gotten them in Kansas, and yada yada yada. Uh, Barry number two hears that, understands a little bit more for Barry number one. Uh, Barry one passes out at the computer. Eventually, you know, Michael Heaton stands up and goes over and uses the whoosh like thing to do his little cool entrance so, again, very much like '66 Batman, right? With the Will Shakespeare hit the thing button, the two poles or whatever. Um, but it's
1: a par- it's his parents, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Here yeah, he yeah. moves p- a picture yeah, So you think he's touching it, and he just moves it away. Yeah, yeah. Eye scanner hits him. And yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. and I gotta tell you, as you guys know, the '89 bat suit is my favorite, right? And I, 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 for a second, I was like, hes it's got to be the 89 Batsuit, right? We got to put him in that at least once. But no, I'm actually glad that it was just a room full of suits, and it's like a newer version of whatever those other suits were. It's kind of a, a combination of 89 and uh, Batman Returns suit, and I thought it looked really good on him.
4: Um, We're not there yet even, right? Cause he, but we see it, though. We, we see, see like all right his cool suits, all suits all in the, the Arctic suit. suit, and this suit, and Come that on, other. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Barry, of course, wakes up. There's a hot cup of coffee next to him. Uh, Barry number two comes over. They figure, they talk. Okay, you know, he did it for me. Cracked this thing. You know, it turned out he went down into Russia this time. He's got uh, a back door into the NSA. Of, of course, course he does. does. Uh, we're gonna go get that. And then and then as they're talking about well, how are we gonna get to Russia, <laughs> Batwing comes down, extends out.
2: Dude, then, the Batwing's like spinning circles and things. Just gyro shit It's so tight. It, Unnecessary. But awesome! It's so 90s <laughs> so toy, awesome. and like, yeah. everything
4: about really. him is a 90s toy. It, right? it yeah, feels yeah, like yeah.
2: the animated series, as well as the the, the Tim Burton Batman's, Man, just so cool! But it's also the the uh, tumbler motorcycle wheels spinning. Yeah, wheels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And so, yeah, then this is
4: where Michael Keaton comes out full bat suit up. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that's right. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. And uh, of course, is you gonna need. Well, he actually said already, you need to ride to Russia. Then he comes out in the suit. Right. Oh, Greg. Greg, Uh, no, not again, Greg. The universes are colliding. Welcome to a podcast within a podcast the best Batsuit, where we rank all the Batman Batsuits from the Batman Cinematic Universe, and now the Flash! Remember, we've already done this once. Uh, we are now talking about we're putting the new Flash regular black-on-black Batsuit. Uh, number one, of course, is the bat suit in, uh, the Batman's Batsuit in Batman. Number two is Dark Knight slash Dark Knight Rises. Number three is Phantasm. Number four is Batman Returns. Number five is Batman Begins the Lore Cape. Number six is Batman Forever Normal. Number seven is 89 Batman. Number eight is Lego Batman. Number nine is the Flash Black and Blue. We already saw. I gotta put that or I'll screw that up. Or- Affleck, I'll put Affleck. Uh, and then it goes on. I don't think we're going lower than that, probably. Andy, where do you want to put this amazing fucking You want to talk about a beautiful
1: seat? mouth hole? Look at that how mouth wide that bad boy is. Look at that strong-jawed mouth hole that is. Love the eyes there. He just looks dope in this. Come on. Don't love this part, though. Just I don't, clear, I don't love that. about the cowl, right?
3: Turn it, to, turn it to the camera. Let me see it. I guess yeah, I can't. I'll, I'll, I'll flash this to I can't even I'll, really so tell I, what's happening in the shoulders there. It's hard for me to decipher what's happening.
2: the cape situation.
3: Yeah. So where do you want to rank it, then?
2: I, I think it's pretty cool. I don't think that it stands out necessarily above the 89 one or anything. So it's like, I, I will abstain from this where oh, wow. I, I think it's kind of middle. It's, it's, it's high mids.
3: There you go. High mids. Uh, Andy, do you have something to say about There's where you a lot of leftover leather in the mid, in the neck section. Well, you know,
4: you, well, you get, if
1: you're also, 71
3: years old, you don't want to sandwich yourself into those tight ones
1: anymore. Come
4: what on. I noticed about this one, no under for the nose. Mm. Love you know what that. I mean? Like Love that you can see up the nostrils and the bridge. And the Hate nose and the that room.
1: they put that in the in the Affleck suit because it felt the whole suit just felt so closed off. You need to see a couple humanistic parts of him.
4: Not when, when you're trying really to
1: instill fear
4: into a. the hearts of Gotham. All right, fine. Then so I'm assuming. Then where, do you want Where do you where you want to go? With where it? are we at with the 89? 89, 89 is number seven on this list. We could put this right underneath that. I go them? below 89. All right, yeah, sounds good we'll to go me. Right the Flash right. traditional suit
1: because we put the return suit pretty high, right? Because yeah,
4: number four. All right uh we get in the batwing we fly, fly over to russia where of course there's a black side prison that has uh kal or so we think in it uh we land we jump down we get the little comedic scene we already talked about where oh they bump over and knock over a bunch of shit uh they're on the run batman drops down a lot of fight scenes are happening here things are getting shot michael keaton's constantly putting cool up this stuff and
2: this goes back to what nick was saying like i like that they they tried it's clearly a modern movie it's cg there's a lot of bullshit nonsense but this is 89 Batman. like The way that they choreographed his fight scenes and the way he moved and no, stuff felt very different than Ben Affleck or any of the other ones we've seen. I apologize. I was
1: looking up other full-length pictures of uh, the Batsuit to look at to potentially bring up, even though we've passed that point. Yeah, my I apologies. Yeah. You, guys have, you guys know my one thing that I just need to see in a Batman movie in order for it Nips. to really be a fucking Batman. Nips is number two. Number one, Batman to come through a fucking skylight. And use his cape to glide yeah, down it. to the ground. You a lot of mm-hmm. What do we get here? Where's your parachute? I don't need one. I actually don't think he says anything. I think he just, just, just glides out yeah, smiles, and yeah. pops it. And I'm Michael like, Michael Keaton smile. Yes. And you see that the, is the whole point the of his cape in the, and the moon. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, come yeah. on, okay,
2: and yeah. so, Oh, did it go up to the to the? To no. The simple, just as uh, he fell out, the way the camera was framed, you see Batman like going down, and you just see the the bat wing make it silhouetted the, it against silhouetted it.
1: yeah. it's so cool oh, it's so dope
2: i love it when he just glides i love
1: that the the cape is like his superpower that's like his the way he flies it's so
4: cool we All brawl through everybody here we you know stop the gun bullets yada yada yada. eventually we break away we get over to Kalel's uh, chamber or whatever right
2: oh, uh, we get shot right
4: For not last... yet i think that's after On, we get oh, we get Kara out we get Kara out we brawl in there we open the damn thing uh maybe i'm wrong I don't think so, no, because it, it would have been a bigger deal. I think that, because it's, yeah, no, it's not yet. You're right, it's not right. yet. Uh, we get in there, and guess what? Shockingly, it's not Kal It's someone else. Who's this? She's all uh, sickly and, and whatever. They pick her up. She's got no color in her. Barry number one carries her and says, Don't worry, I got you. Uh, they go, and they're doing this. More guys sh- show up. This is when Barry number two goes, I got this. Runs over to try, stops it, and like does a few things to stop things, but then takes a bullet to the leg. He's like,
3: ah! just, just, he just murders that scientist. Just punches yeah. him. Yeah. That, that guy's that goddamn. That guy hits yeah. the side of the container, the, the, the hallway. Yeah, that guy's dead. Done.
1: Um, want to give a shout out. I watched Flashpoint like last week just to prepare for nice. this. The animated yeah. uh, movie, and I love the the reversal here because this is that scene happens obviously in the comics then in, in, in the animated movie. But I love how frail uh superman, superman is in that is, yeah. and then you pop it to the sun and they should literally show super girl yeah. just inflating her hand when she yeah. gets the sun it's so we're not there yet i'm sorry but it's fine. so rad super and I, awesome. I love the the red sun room i love the, yep. the design of all of that
4: which of course once again separating us from what we've seen before in man of steel because of course remember it was the atmosphere ladies and gentlemen that gave oh. her powers the atmosphere wow. in a incredibly stupid Twist of uh, script writing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, they had to give they... Zod a reason
1: to have to have that little breathalyzer of the. Scuba. Don't Because <laughs> you know?
4: otherwise he'd be don't OP. Don't even, come don't, don't, like, even, don't awesome. even, don't even, don't even let's go. We're already running out of time. So, anyways, uh, they get yeah, they go, he gets shot, now Batman's got to carry a, Barry two, Barry one's still carrying Kara. They eventually get to the top where they're, I forget, knocked over by an explosion or or just a big punch or whatever, and Kara gets like thrown over there where yeah, we just see her hand hanging so out slowly blade and looking fucking rad as hell. Uh, this is where everybody gets up, they're surrounded by guards, there's a, you know, they've all got their guns. Uh Barry two, I think. I mean, Barry one's like, "What do we do?" And this is in the Batman goes. This is where we try not to die. And then they move the camera. I think or he moves no, his- he he balls his fist up. Yeah, and as he does that, he like moves it out of the way. And that's he, when you and see and it, all the guns go up. You see He's Car up on the, the sky, ready to fucking wreck her captors, which <gasps> she does in you know, just awesome fashion, just going so through dope. And brawling through and destroying these uh, motherfuckers.
2: I've never course- loved how the, the Man of Steel people look uh, moving. In these movies, oh, sure. and <laughs> this, this whole fight yeah. scene for me, it's more of just like, uh, all right, this is the stuff I don't really love about. Oh, I liked this it. Shit.
4: Uh, she knocks everybody out, though, and then at the very end collapses, right? Falls to the ground. Everybody climbs in the old Batwing. They fly back to Gotham City in two seconds because Russia and everything's very close. It's mm. a very, in this multiverse, this world's very small. Uh That's why you can drive from place to place. Uh, they get there. Um Barry, number two, is healed. Uh, Kara eventually pops up and you know they're talking. She gets that, they explain everything. Take her up to the sun, to the you know, the top of the manor, let her get some sun. Uh, they take her up there. She, of course, refuels. Um, she looks awesome. Her suit is so freaking. Sick. The actress's name, Sasha Kelly, is that how you say it? I don't know how you say it, but her name's Sasha. Kaye,
1: yeah. love, this it. is great. So
4: good. Awesome. Also right. before the comments really me, away, it. Tear, tear me apart, remember that sun even though it was an atmosphere thing they made a point to say in this Man of Steel Superman did recharge in the sun after he fought the uh, the World Engine. So I'm, it is whatever the and I'm just fucking around. Anyways I don't want these Snyder kids coming. You, for me, you know? know. I'm a Snyder kid. Don't worry. Please, guns
1: down. This is the guy who didn't believe the Snyder cut existed. Guys, you should watch this whole thing in four three. It makes so much sense for
4: twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, b- uh, Barry number two is like, yo, and this is what's happening in Zod's. And she's like, yo, this fucking world sucks. I landed here, and they just put me in a cage and tortured me forever. And I learned perfect English, even though I was in this Russia thing. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, they're gonna do this thing, and she's like, I'll fucking see it about myself or whatever. And she flies off, and he comes down. And he's like, all right, she left. And then Barry number one's like, all right, cool. I gotta get my powers back. That's what. We're going to do. Uh, we'll follow Supergirl over to the Sand Flats or whatever, uh, where we get uh, behind uh, the scene of the army meeting with Zod for the first time. Of course, Zod has said he wanted Superman. Of course, in Man of Steel, they delivered Superman. In this instance, they do not deliver Superman. Did he say Superman or the Kryptonian? Kryptonian. Okay, I'm, I was going to say I'm using your. I'm, yeah, he's go. well aware he killed Kal El. He's yeah, not okay. there for that. Uh, anyways, though, we get the other side of that, and I was like, for a second, I was like, are they going to go and like make the dude fucking Swan be actually, you know, be a Martian hunter? No it's like okay we're multiverse and again we're not in our yeah, yeah, universe yeah. anymore everything's changed um so they just start laying waste to everybody, but then she goes no, and they look up and they see her. He's like ooh, and she she speeds <laughs> Gonzalez out of there back in the Bat Cave. It's they, we got to do this, and this is super stup- stupid, but we need one point twenty one gigawatts. So they got a bat kite up in the air that's going to harness the power love to it. bring it down and shock it. to shock him
1: Yeah, love that if Batman needs to figure out in any universe how to harness lightning, he's got a machine. That got a to bat do thing it. ready to
4: do it, and he's wearing the cool. Uh, like Wayne Garage uh, uh, jumpsuit. I was gonna ask if
1: there is, a, there is a point in Returns, right, where he is wearing that jumpsuit, or maybe Alfred's wearing the jumpsuit. Someone's wearing the jumpsuit.
4: Yeah, yeah, that, jump, that jumpsuit's been seen before. Again, I'm did not. he have the Ascot? No, he did not have the Ascot. God, I,
1: in my brain, I'm thinking, my memory is that he had the
4: Ascot. I mean, ASCOT. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Oh, but again, like, that wouldn't be wrong. I mean, they're putting all the touchstones of 89 in there. Love it. But I'm just stressing as a nerd to t- tell you all, we didn't jump to the 89 universe. I digress. Because if we jump, it doesn't matter. Anyways. uh, I want to
2: have this conversation with you at a later date. Sure.
4: Anyways. uh, So, that's all happened. Congratulations. Uh, oh, now the lightning bolt comes down. It shocks Barry, but it doesn't work. He's he zapped, and he's like, "Do it again!" And he goes to throw it again, but the board sorts shorts out, and he's like, "Oh, I'm never getting my powers back. This is super sad." And then what do we see? We see Supergirl up in the sky. She comes down. She says, "Don't worry, I got you." Scoops him up, takes him up into the sky. He gets electrocuted a few thousand times, I assume. Uh, they come back down. They put him on some rocks. So he's all like fucking burned and gross. This is weird mm-hmm. as hell.
2: All this is weird. I hate it. Like, like too. This but, but, is where it's like yeah, super like complicated. Then <laughs> like we're gonna like it Think you with of Mr. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Of course he is. Uh, but like even Batman helping him with lightning and stuff. It's like you guys just think lightning is what made him this like and this is me not knowing Flash like that like that one thing with the chemicals and all of it. Maybe I missed something here but just him getting shocked. No, but by they, lightning. they
3: had they had chemicals, they had the chemicals around it. I yeah that,
2: so did, what about when she brought him up a yeah. chemical still on him okay yeah
3: they
1: i thought not shock him again no they They dragged drag this straight to a flashpoint where he gets like burned yeah, and yeah, and yeah, they yeah. Just, he's like hit me again no hit me again and it's just needed another jump i to,
3: think to, just to. the way that it was uh, this was supposed to be like a very kind of hype awesome moment with her rising up there like it just didn't deliver for me at all yeah Right, I was going to chase something for Nick,
4: but I don't know my HBO Max password. I can I can log in as well and, and double check. Go ahead it. and look at Batman you mean Returns. Just Max the scene Pass- you're thinking about is when someone's fixing the Batmobile. Yes, right? the scene you're thinking about is when he's uh, he's already split it in half or whatever. Remember, and he's sitting in the Batcave working on it. That's what you need to go look at. Okay. Um. So she brings him down. He's healed. We got our powers back. Yay. Um. Barry number two makes his own suit out of the bat suit or whatever. And, not, and we're not going to rank this
2: suit for your, the record because this, of course, is a Flash suit. We don't have a Flash segment. We're, we're not ranking. Pretty damn sick. It's like, like it's whatever. fun. It's I like, like it. it. Yeah, it's fun. Him and the the joke of him cutting off the cow stuff. Yeah, so yeah I, stuff. And everything's Does going fast and then, ring, but It worked.
3: Funny little beat right there. Very like very cornetto trilogy type stuff with all the fast action we're we're making the suit. We're spray painting. Let me just cut off the. Ear. Worth
4: pointing out too, we skip past it of when uh, Barry number two in Russia after making the uh, amount of noise moved Barry number one. He goes, "What did you do?" And he's like, "Moved just a little." <laughs> <laughs> just like, and kept you. I thought that was really funny. That got me good. Um, so now they've got it. Assume what uh, they've got everybody assembled. What do we call? Are we the? So What'd you call us? The Justice League. We're not. The, I guess we kind of are the Justice League. We got a Batman. We got a Flash. We got a. Yeah. We got a uh, Supergirl. Let's go uh, fuck up Zod's world or whatever, right? And so again. Now we're just gonna go fuck up Zod's world. But before we get that, we get the, the other line that I was like,
1: oh god, I don't think this is gonna play. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? Let's, get, Let's nuts. get nuts. And I'm like, all right, fine, fine, <laughs> fine.
4: Let's have it. Uh, gonna dope line. You know what I mean? I was with I you too. I don't to
2: dope, but I appreciate I, that it. Have... No,
4: I'm I'm saying dope. Totally. You, don't, yeah. you can say whatever the fuck you want That's when you fair. go watch another
2: movie. You are just out there saying that normally, oh, right? That's, That's just the classic. Swap and release, swap and release, and it's like
1: whatever.
3: I do want. I do want to point out, um, just way earlier in the movie. Uh, when Wonder Woman does show up, brain, there was like an, brain, a very like obvious pause for a pause, she's right. She do Gal Gadot, just stares. She shows the up and,
1: and she's stands by the way, there's like they had the same pause. Did you, you miss me? <laughs> just, whatever yeah.
3: the fuck is very awkward. How much
1: money do you think Gal Gadot's making from just like one day of shooting in the costume, staring there like doing that knowing look? Like yeah, that's right, it's me, Wonder Woman. Not enough.
4: Hey, whatever. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so now we head out to fight this army of Kryptonians who are fighting a bunch of military people. And this is one for me in particular, where it was just like, let's turn the brain off on everything. Right. Because like it's an army of Kryptonians who could then cut through all these. There's no argument that they destroy the military in two seconds. Right. They don't hear. And so then I'm like wrestling with, well, I'm like, I talked to Kevin about this at the end where he was like, it's surprising this happened. He was hung up on something else. I was hung up on this stuff of just being like, well, I'm like, again, it was the atmosphere stuff they talked about and they have their suits on. They never take their helmets off. So they never got to full power. So maybe that's why. But then I was like, well, in man of steel, Clark's been living here his entire life and is super charged up, but they show up and they never take their mask off in the first fight and he doesn't dominate them. So it's just a back and forth of, you know what? Let's not worry about it. Let's just watch the movie and see uh, Fiora again and see the big non that's not non. Come on, Barbie. Whatever. I do love the fact
1: that he's like, wait a minute, are these guys like they're they're super powered? They're basically as strong as as Supergirl. And he goes, yeah, but they're not as fast as us. Proving that at the end of uh, Justice League, he won the race.
4: Well, remember, of course, that movie doesn't exist. We have confirmed that the Snyder Cut is the real one in which no one was happy and raced,
3: there was no happiness. (laughs)
2: And not only was the noise, right. there was the moment where Superman looks at the Flash running.
3: Yeah, was this it's like Zod will here too? Was this whole desert thing just kind of you know, hey, we're not going to have it in a big city again where millions and millions die? Was this where
1: we see Pete in Smallville? Where was this?
3: Was no, 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 no. This, this Well, this, again, is a new timeline,
4: and we split oh, right, off. The right, world engine enough. is at, working at this point, right? Yeah, right. He activates the Metropolis, and yeah, they don't want us to see that, because yeah. they got so much shit about it last time. So they'll have a big fight in the desert sand flats where they don't have to. Again, it's different actions of why you'd be in different places because of everything that's happened. Tell you what, they show that kid and, and the dad, and I'm yeah. like, well, we're surely going to get back to them and save them. <laughs> Just letting you know that in this world, they're everyone everyone there. Dies. They're I still think, there. Doesn't and, everyone die in this world? No, because I mean, well, you know how far it got. Well, yes, you're right. You're right. By the end of this, by the the end of this, yes, Zod wins, and yeah, they would terraform the universe, which I love into uh, infinity. Yeah, that's cool. But anyways, before all that happens, lots of fights. I don't know how much you want to get into and what you want to do, but you know the Barry thing where they ran around and they went foot to foot and went like that. I thought that was cool.
3: Hated the music in that moment. Yeah, they had a weird music stuff. Yeah, it's because it was we were on such a good streak with um you know. Watching Michael Keaton do awesome stuff with the soundtrack, like anytime we see him in the Batwing, it's back to that sort of Tim Burton symphonic sort of vibe, you know. And then that little rock scene just really fell out of nowhere. I was, it needs to break off. Of and it. if
1: you're going to do a song like that, it has to be like it has to hit perfectly, it has to be like Come Together by Aerosmith or something like that. You know, it has to be like that perfect combination, this yeah. one's just a little bit off.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Music was was weird here, but I liked what we saw. Like, I think like all the like the flash running around hitting everybody in the nuts was like just so stupid and perfect. The "Come on, Barbie, let's go party" is like so dumb, so fucking dumb. Love the delivery of it. I think only Ezra could have made that work, and two Ezras doing it was like this isn't even a joke. The one other one that I, I liked was the what was it? Um, beef, beef, yeah, <laughs> beef yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, I think it's totally beef. So stupid. I don't know what it means. I was, but like, beef yeah. or beaver? Beave. i need captions I, I didn't the, know what thought, they were yeah, was like, yeah which is like so dumb but it, it worked for me i thought like that the delivery of that stuff was funny and uh these fight scenes them running around constantly in different ways like running off of each other i was like this is really
3: just cool, way man. better than skittles taste the rainbow yes in shazam
2: oh yeah I remember that jesus christ i, <laughs> about
3: I just I watched that movie two weeks
1: ago in preparation for this
4: God, I was, i'm
1: so sad i missed that in review <laughs> so you're sad not, not. <laughs> I'm
4: not. um so anyways uh they, all these fights happens but guess what eventually uh i'm gonna go after the big one that's a stupid decision and he slams his his thing into it to kill it batman dies uh then Kara's is fighting zod she catches a needle to the chest when she, she turns off the world engine which was dope then gets stabbed in the chest then they extract the Kryptonian. Uh, uh, a codex from her. Uh, also, we've been revealed, of course, which I thought was really cool. For some reason, I got choked up when he was like, "The infant didn't survive the procedure," and she, her performance of screaming, Dude. I was like, "Damn, that hit!" Like you she
3: know kicked I mean? ass. In yeah, this movie. Well, she was they, great.
1: They set up a great moment where she was sent there to protect him. Yeah, right? and she failed, and it's horrible. Yeah, And it's sad.
3: Yeah, like I, I really just want a standalone movie with her, watching her get pissed off and just fuck up gigantic armies of people. I think she days. could carry it. I think yeah. She did a great job. She was fantastic. Uh but anyways, they extract it,
4: she dies. Uh okay, well, we're going to lose this one. Well, we're the flash. We can run it back. They run it back. They come back. They try they Do you know what you're going to change? I know what I'm going to change. Maybe we should talk about this. <laughs> no, man. They're just off to change it. Bruce, it's got a shield. Don't do that. Good to know. Of course, Non-Man jumps up there. He gets him. He still kills him. Uh the fight happens and that's in in Superman 2, right? That the the one of Zod's dudes was this big dude named Non, mm-hmm. uh, but like uh, 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 they don't never call They just call him the the space giant alien. And yeah. I think in Man of Steel they never gave him a name either.
1: I don't think. I think they did, but I think it wasn't Non. Zod or something. Yeah, it was they, so weird. I'll look it up.
4: Thank you.
2: Um. Uh. And I, so he's gonna be Non to
4: me, anyways. Uh. And then yeah, Supergirl gets caught and killed again, right? And so then they All run. I liked
2: how quick the stuff was. The reset. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Like, and the differences they made of like Batman not going. Like, I just thought it was well uh, edited
4: uh of course eventually it, i we skipped that at some point when bruce was giving his initial spaghetti thing he talked about i noticed you have an alfred too there's some things that are going to be constant throughout it. what do they call them they there's like canon con, con events there's canon events but it wasn't it's that. not it was... that but it's whatever you saw the fucking movie don't get on my case about it
3: yeah i don't get in this case uh,
4: no we already talked about vulcrum is where they twist it yeah. they turn it or whatever doesn't matter uh and so barry number one eventually figures out of like oh man like losing this world's going to die this world is destined to die there's nothing we can do this is a canon event for them and this sort of like the
3: destiny or like the it is the inevitabilities or whatever sure know. sure sort of like another superhero movie we
4: watched like a week ago <laughs> i'm gonna do it my own way all right anyways though uh and then barry uh, number two can't accept this and keeps running back but he's getting fucked up by zod and he's getting pieces of metal as soon as he had the first one in his arm i was like um i got you i see I, what I you're did. doing i did i, see what I was doing. like that's Kind of cool. Yeah.
1: Actually, I kind of love that.
4: Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. And, but then I was like, it doesn't matter. I, 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 well, it doesn't matter. We're about to get there. I didn't see the ending coming of like, I thought he would still become that guy. I like that he turned on himself. But again, time not linear. Time, you know, all happening at once or whatever.
3: Um, Science go far here. Science so, go far here,
4: like we said. So as this all happens. You keep seeing it. Yeah, they're tearing t- holes in their coliseum of space time, right, or whatever. All the shit's going wrong, and then we start seeing the multiverse. At this point, I forget if Reverse Flash shows up first, but we're seeing, for my money, we're seeing the other uh, multiverses pop up there, right? And then Reverse Flash shows up, and he tries to fight. We got off on the wrong foot. Then, uh, you know, Barry number two comes through, punches him, reveals the face. Wait, I know that scar. And you have the other thing, I forget what it was, but it's like that's me, I'm you and I'm you and he's like I've been doing this longer than you could possibly imagine, which I thought was
2: awesome. It's fucking awesome. We've seen it a million times this type of thing. For some reason he said that I'm like, yeah, like I think the movie just set itself up right so that when these moments happen we're celebrating them instead of rolling our eyes.
4: Yeah, exactly. It was really well done. And so uh, that all happens the conversation. But look around, you were destroying it, and then it was, look around, we're, you know, destroying other realities, right? And this is, before this, we had started going into them, right? And so we see George Reeves' uh, black and white universe, uh, right the universe that happened that in, cool. fucking insane. Yeah. We, of course, pop in, and it's like, which Superman universe are we in now? We're in Christopher Reeves' Superman universe, the Donner universe, fucking insane. Didn't need Helen Slater showing up at the end, but I don't mind, you know what I mean? Uh, Superman, a car there. Again, back to what we're talking about of, like, effects and stuff, We talked about at the very top. A lot of the Barry faces were weird and bad. Sometimes it was in a one-shot where I was like, why didn't we just use Ezra, Ezra there? What are you doing? I don't know. I'm not a movie maker. I don't know. This is one where it's like, it wasn't Rogue One Leia, but it also wasn't Mark Hamill in uh, the Boba Fett thing. You know what I mean? Where it was like, Okay, I'm this this Christopher Reeve bit doesn't hit as hard because it just doesn't look right enough to me
2: personally. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, I do not have the reverence that you do for yeah. for those things. Like, I thought this was perfect because it was so Uncanny Valley that it looked like they weren't even trying to make it real. And that it and looked again, like a cartoony representation. Yeah, like, cool, good shit, y'all. Okay,
1: so it was Nam, which is weird, but I think the thing we were thinking of was Ursa was the her name and Fayora was her name in Man of Steel.
4: No, I was thinking of how they never called the big guy by his name.: Okay, but well, I think okay. his
1: name is Nam, like like Namek. Okay, but I could be wrong.
4: I mean, I'm a kid watching this movie Just so. It's, looks like, I'm, I'm with Tim well, the... Sam, Oh yeah, well, so Namek, yeah, but so it's versus what? non. Oh yes, okay, yes. So I'm right. I thought you were trying to tell me I no, was, no. Well, you it was you are you was, Yeah, yeah no. I'm Hunter. saying his yeah. name's is Non. Well, yeah. well, my
1: confusion was that I always thought the the, the female like baddie, like heavy in, in Man of Steel was Ursa. It's not no, no Feora. Yeah, which but I Ursa said was in this was in episode. episode, Superman Two. Yeah, I disagree. Get, okay. So I was, it's okay. I was mistaken. <laughs> my bad. My bad.
4: My, we're podcasting within a podcast <laughs> in Nick's head right now too. I'm with Tim. I think Andy.
3: I think it was so stylized that I was okay with it. Like it didn't feel like you know, stomping on the graves of the dead whenever we talk about bringing back people that aren't alive sure. anymore, or you get into that weird and kind I, of like, is this like ethically okay sort of thing? This one felt okay because they did look so CG. <laughs>
1: I just thought it was a nice way of saying like, hey guys, we're going to just celebrate all the Superman yeah. of the eras and just give a little shout out to him because we might not get back to this moment for a very long time.
4: And that was my thing. Like, Don't, don't get me wrong. I loved it. I'm glad it's there. I'm not one of these people. I saw when I t- tweeted about it. I was like, oh, they're robbing the graves. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I... I want DC to pay their respect. I just, it was for me, it just, I thought it was a little too fake, but I do agree that it looked fake in in that sort of world, right? Or whatever they were doing with it. Let alone their time bubbles always looking fake and doing exactly. Anyways, we had all that. Then we jump in, yes, to Nicolas Cage, of course, the Superman lives script from Kevin Smith of the giant robot. And then Nicolas Cage in his suit that we've seen leaked for the Tim Burton. uh, Love
2: that documentary. It was so good. It was just such a great, rewarding moment of like, hey, we're about to get a whole bunch of cameos here. And I love that this movie, when it had cameos of, like, old school stuff, like, sure, there was the Snyderverse uh, stuff in the beginning of the movie, including Alfred. To get Keaton stuff, to get, all right, we have Supergirl, that's a, a variant, whatever, of Superman, or uh, that version of the story, at least. To get here, it's like, here's all the cameos in a way that absolutely makes sense of because they are running through this time thing and they're breaking it there. I'm like hell hell yeah man like i love this this doesn't get in the way of the movie and like all the people who are like, oh, they're just going for cameos it's like no man there's a movie around this shit too
4: and again i realize dc has made it complicated with the dcu dceu yada 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 even though marvel fans and movie fans i should say are well versed now in multiverses and stuff like this for me is an, is setting up a nice way to leave the dceu and, it, like, yep, it still exists in its own world, its own bubble. If they want to do stuff with it, they could. And they want a bubble. And I know they're already confusing that. But it's, like, it was nice to see, like, what a weird idea the multiverse is and how to visually represent that. And is this the best way to do it? As you and I were talking about it, it's a very comic booky way. And I've seen it done worse in comic books. And I've seen it done better. But it was, like, you know what? I felt like this worked. And it, literally them... Smashing together. Yeah, it and he says World's Collide. I thought that yeah. was dope. And that, you know, sets uh, Barry number two into the camp of like, oh, this is wrong. Uh reverse flash then is there. Like, well, what are you gonna do? Reverse flash tries to kill Barry number one. Barry number two takes the blow. Reverse flash. adam West, we also see. Right, sorry, Batman, Batman. 66 Universe, right? The bl- yeah. Uh then we see uh uh reverse flash die. Uh Barry number two dies, Barry number one realizes what he has to do right. Uh he runs all the way back to set all of this right and take the tomatoes away from his mom. <laughs> That's a funny little sentence to say, right? It (laughs) is. The green tomatoes. But he gets there uh, and then steals a bunch of clothes off the rack to stand around and then uh, have a very awkward conversation with his mom on purpose. You know, how do you talk to your mom that's dead that you haven't seen in forever and, like, you know you have to kill? This is a very heavy concept that's going on, right? You have to die. Uh, I thought, I know that we talked about, let me try, let me dial some that back. I said it was awkward. I I think it's awkward in the script of, like, what's happening. it's, It's not awkwardly portrayed. I think it's awkward in the fact of, like, Barry has to be awkward here because this is a very, very intense situation. Yeah, I, I liked this scene. I liked it. It got me choked up because it is that thing of like you know being a dad and all this other shit. Like, reconceptualizes everything, right? And so that idea of if I don't get to see Ben grow up, him come back and try to talk to me and something like that.
3: Somebody who doesn't have any personal ties to it, I thought it was awkward because of Ezra Miller's acting. I like this. This should have 100% hit an emotional high, and the whole time it just. There are certain moments with certain line deliveries that I don't know if we're supposed to kind of like be laughing at the awkwardness or if that's, you know, Barry Allen trying to play a certain way. It's just it didn't hit for me, unfortunately. I, I really wanted it to. This whole kind of from here on out to the end of the movie, I just feel like uh, missed a bit for me.
4: More than anything, uh, I thought this scene, uh, I I think, again, it's the character's the portrayal, it's the direction of whatever they're giving uh, Ezra Miller to work with. The mom's performance was so good. And I know for some people, I think they were jarred by, why would you hug this kid? And I think it is very much that she's a, that good of a mom, that she sees this, this guy that she doesn't know but kind of does, right? She looks in his eyes, and again, similar to Iris, I think she gets that there's something here more than meets the eye. But it's just like, well, I'm going to hug you. I'm going to take care of you like you, are my son.
3: Uh, Miller. Uh, quick question: Are you gonna set up a code word with your son in case you're ever in this situation? That's
4: a great question. Yeah. You know what? I think I will. Yeah. But again, like you have to understand, I'm a cool dad. I would he, he could just say, "Dad, it's me from the." F- oh am like, well, I mean, yeah, it's you, all right, Ben. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna flip I'm a out, cool dad. Yeah, yeah. turn. <laughs> the-
1: yeah, <so> like, <laughs> you're, you're not gonna believe him, though,
4: right? Like, he needs you need to. We'll co- we'll thing. cross that bridge when we time. i Yeah,
2: I, I, uh, unlike. A couple of people at this table, I think, do really like Ezra Miller's performance as The Flash, and I always have. I think it can go over the top, and it every single time does in ways that could be bad over, overall. But I don't have ties to Barry Allen as a character from any specific oh, property no. before. So Wally
4: West, different story.
2: Um, or or and The Flash, period. Um, so to me, I'm like, I like this. It feels a little different. Sometimes I, I feel it can get a little icky in, in some ways, but I think that overall, I like it, and it allows it to feel a little bit different than some of the other super smart characters we see. And the fact that he's like... The flash and it's like the super uh, frenetic like kind of fast thing works for me um and i think that the performance here and the way he deals with his mom also worked for me and what greg's saying about her performance and all that i thought was so powerful but just the lines of of her being like moms like to be visited it's just like oh for somebody that can't visit their mom like that is just so ridiculously heartbreaking and it just tells you apart and i just feel like they set it up really well with the monkey stuff and like this isn't quite an i love you 3000 thing but having the i love you like the moments of him thinking about that uh with her it's just like it it worked for me in a way that like i i was like legitimately crying at this point and that's just because of my situation with my mom right now but um it was i thought very very well addressed and realized and i know that not everyone's going to connect with it the same but it, it was a moment for me where i was like wow this is kind of the weird power of movies that like you can fixate on one thing and one weird line that's not going to hit people the same way at all can like Tear you the fuck apart, sure, um, for so sure. I didn't expect that from the Flash. I'll tell you that,
4: hundred uh, percent. And then, even though this entire conversation we're talking about him having with his mom proves it, then Barry really proves that he's learned absolutely fucking Zero. nothing. Absolutely where he nothing. goes, like, wait a second, right? The camera. How can I get my dad to look up? He moves all the cans so that when he runs back, of course, though, just completely forgetting that time isn't linear and this is gonna fuck something up
3: along the way. And in that moment, I go, oh my god, he's his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the eye for a second was like oh shit he's his dad it's like in Harry his Potter dad, with the Patronus with the fucking deer yeah, exactly, like oh right, he was right, him yeah. the whole time Exactly. His dad like that.
1: He did kill his mom <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: my god he flies wow.
4: he runs back to the present of course uh, he gets there and is uh, then we're uh, treated to him getting home but then he's got to run to his dad's trial in the morning uh, of course he runs to the courthouse where there's a man eating a hot dog he steals the hot dog and who's the man Tim I don't know the director andy he steals the hot dog from the director of the movie in his cameo uh chows down to that comes in (laughs) trials already going (laughs) like just like oh man you couldn't run yourself back like another five minutes or whatever and he's like anyways though (laughs) we have this footage that's been restored by wayne and corroborates the story and sure as shit he looks up and you're like yeah that's the guy from the conjuring and it's like he's he's innocent y'all even though me and kevin are both like still could murder his wife. It wasn't yeah. like he came home and she had been dead for an hour. She came home and had just been stabbed. So yeah, it's
1: like, still one. The one. Whatever. I don't know if this really holds up for the no, alibi. Mean, if, if you want to argue about it, there's not one other person in that store that could have corroborated he was there at that point. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah,
4: uh, anyways, though, so guess what? He's going to be released. Everything's great. Huzzah! Uh, Barry walks out with Iris, and the celebration continues, and then he gets a call from Bruce Wayne on the phone. And Bruce Wayne says, Oh, man, this is awesome. Congratulations. I'm pulling up right now. And I was like, this is Michael Keaton, right? It sounds like I Michael I thought it was Heaton. Michael Keaton. I, I, I wonder... I'm looking forward to seeing it again on my own, with not in a theater and being able to yeah. hear. Is that Clooney or is that? Did they use Keaton's voice there? They
2: played this off long enough that you're like, "Oh, it's definitely not what it's supposed to be." Yeah, like, it's definitely not backflicks. So yeah. what's it going to be? The car drives up, and I was like, "There's no way it's just Keaton." Like that's that's not good
3: enough. They've done this too long yeah. for it to be just like be that's Keaton. not a
2: that's not a moment. Yeah, like, I just did not see this coming, Greg. Yeah, he's really? awesome. <laughs> George Clooney
4: steps out of the car comes over to Barry and you're like, you're not Batman. Is is something wrong with you? And then his his tooth pops out and that's the thing there. But like when it popped out, I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Also, the most obvious reshoot of the movie. And I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch that I just didn't catch, but like this is the one where like Ezra Miller's standing out there like, oh, this wasn't it. And this has always been the rumor that This was supposed to end with Michael Keaton becoming the new, being the Batman of this, the DCEU, right? And then they killed that, and then they did this, and then so many fucking rumors about what actually happened. That I was waiting to get here and be Mm -hmm. like,
3: where are we going to leave
4: Batman and Bruce Wayne at this point? We leave it with George Clooney because they're like, guess what? It doesn't matter. We're never coming back here. Chris Anka
3: had uh, told me that I guess maybe early, super early screenings never fully revealed who it was. That it's just like you just see. His face covered or whatever, like you never see who the actor is in the movie. Ended there, so yeah. You mentioning these reshoots, the I, I guess I was I had already kind of like stood up just to like kind of get ready to go to the restroom. <laughs>
4: it was a great gag. Again, I thought it was think awesome. It was a great way of like, yo, this movie is like so many of these fucking movies come out and they're like, well, they're in the universe, but well, they don't need to be connected to the universe and blah. And this is its thing where whether like Aquaman is still coming, and I, Aquaman is not going to reflect the events of the Flash, probably right. So it's like it's fun to have this. It's cool to end this. And I assume that this is its own. Now it's own little multiverse thing of what Barry's doing. Even though I, you know, what Aquaman is going to do about it, whatever. Anyways, though, I enjoyed it. I thought it really fit. I
2: really loved this movie. We get a whole bunch of credits and then we get the, the credits with the dog falling. I oh, we're right. just a, a great little end cap on this. of like, yeah, remember the stuff from the beginning. This is the tone of this movie. You enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Everyone here. You enjoyed the flash. Come on. Yeah. Let's wow. End, and like,
4: let's end it with a really great post credit scene. No, not so much. Jason Momoa, Arthur Curry's pulled Painful out of a bar. Man. He's super drunk, and he's like, well, you're telling me, uh, Rari, that I was uh, fucking Aquaman?" This like reminds
3: me of all just like Snyder DC stuff. Is and I was all, just like, I, and I'm is... like,
4: I was so confused because I'm like, all right, so he's not Aquaman in this universe, and then he buys some drinks with this. This is a uh, this is Atlantean a treasure. I'm like, so is he Aquaman? Is he just can Aquaman not drink in this universe? I don't. Oh, he's 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 in puddle of water.
2: All right, that's the end. Let's go home. So my read on this, Greg, and I don't know where I'm pulling this from, but I think that he goes, he leaves Clooney, and goes back to the main universe. And his talent, because there's lines in this postcard thing of him talking to Aquaman, and he's essentially saying like, and there was this Batman here, and there was this Batman there. Like, I think, I think that this is him going back to. Doesn't he
1: say though? Um, yeah. Like no. The, yeah. Aquaman says everything's the same except for, or like a bunch of the people are the same except for Batman.
4: No, I, th- I, I thought I heard him say, I, th- I thought Jason Momoa said, oh, man, and like, you're, there's, there's an Aquaman that's like me. And he's like, yeah, you're consistent. Across, you're consistent. And I mm-hmm. thought he was saying that you're consistent to my Aquaman.
1: All I know. All I know is that this scene was a pleasant reminder
3: of why this all has to end. <laughs> yeah. Real bad. Real bad. Real bad. I saw. I didn't watch it. And it was at this it. moment I saw a mouse run underneath Nick's seat. No, you didn't. He did, and he waited till today to tell me, which was the right <laughs> thing to do.
4: Didn't your wife also see a mouse that's in That's why we stopped
1: going to Kabuki Theater. She was like, that place has rats. I found a whole rat in my Cobb salad. That's a quote, <laughs> that's a quote from Paladega Nights. I can't feel that. Right, I'm going to read this.
4: I'm going to re- listen here. What are you reading? TikTok has the whole movie.
3: Hold on. Mike's by watching it as we speak. For podcasters, Mike there? Mike's. Is trying to listen to the end really of the whole movie. Oh, yeah, it always does. Yeah,
1: they sneak exclusive. into the screen. like we like we get, and they just they record it.
3: Sounds great. I'm listening right now.
4: Yeah. This he is not, that's not our Aquaman. He's like on the other timeline, I'm the same guy. He's like, Yeah, pretty much. You're lovable, this, that, and the other. So he's talking to about the Aquaman we know from the Aquaman movies. Mm. He's still in this time.
1: Interesting. So you think Barry pulled the Treehouse of Horrors and was like, he sits down... Don't the touch table. anything. I'll just touch down. anything I want. But he sits down with the Simpsons and everything looks right. He goes, finally, back close enough. They all just... Close enough. Baggy,
4: <laughs> you, back ragu bagu what's up everybody welcome to the podcast within a podcast rad guys talk bad guys where we rank all the villains of the DCEU currently our list looks like this there are 14 entrants on it and it goes number one butterfly Judo Master, White Dragon from Peacemaker. Number two, Starro slash Waller slash Corta Maltese from the Suicide Squad. Number three, Black Mask and Zazz from Harley Quinn. Number four, Zod from Man of Steel. Number five, Doomsday and Lex from Batman v Superman. Number six, Steppy slash Darkseid from the Snyder Cut. Number seven, Maxwell Lord slash Cheetah from Wonder Woman 84. Number eight, Thad from Shazam. Number nine, Sir Pat. And Wonder Woman. Number 10, Ocean Master slash uh, manga, but we mean Black Manta in Aquaman. Number 11, The Daughters of Atlantis and Shazam 2. Number 12, Steppenwolf and Just- Justice League. Uh, number 13, The Literal Devil and Black Adam in Black Adam. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah.
4: And number 14, yeah. Enchantress and her baby brother in Suicide Squad. Where do we want to rank? Bear. Reverse Flash, Zod
2: and, and Barry. I mean Barry, Barry. Yeah, Ezra I, Miller. I <laughs> Ezra Miller. Yeah. I mean, honestly, pretty high. Like on this list, like I, I don't know that I'd put it above the first one. I would not put it above the first one, actually. Like the uh, judo judo was great and um the, the, the butterflies was such, in general uh, such were great. Yeah. Horrible, yeah, horrible plot, yeah. the butterfly twist and all that. But like Starro and all that, i I'll put this above that. I'd put this at number two. The more compelling. Yeah. The more compelling for sure.
4: Yeah, I'm down for that, too. Yeah. I think, again, with Barry being the bad guy, as he often is in these uh, I fucked up time things. Yeah. He makes a lot of dumbass decisions. So, yeah, that works for me. So there mm-hmm. you go, ladies and gentlemen. On uh, the DCEU Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys, uh, you get number one, Butterfly Judo Master, and the White Dragon from Peacemaker, the show. And then, of course, we're now adding
2: uh, Barry, Reverse Flash, and Zod to the second slot from the Flash. And now it's time to rank the DCEU. Currently, number one, we have Peacemaker, Number two, The Suicide Squad. Number three, Birds of Prey. Number four, Wonder Woman. Five, Shazam. Six, Batman v Superman. Seven, Man of Steel. Eight, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Nine, Shazam Fury of the Gods. Ten, Black Adam. Eleven, Aquaman. Twelve, Wonder Woman 1984. Thirteen, Justice League. And fourteen, Suicide Squad. I would like to start the bidding. Go for it. I am
4: going to say it's going to be controversial for sure, but I'd like to make my case for it. I would say number one. Again, in the decade of doing DCEU, right, I've wanted to see the Justice League on the screen. I've wanted to see the superheroes I love done justice on the screen, right? And that has been such a struggle. And I already said it at the top of the show, but I'm happy to say it here at the end again. Like, this isn't the universe I wanted, but it's the universe I got kind of thing, right? Peacemaker is, hands down, must watch television you know or content whatever you want to call it right i'm not trying to sidestep that like i love peacemaker i think it is a more well put together story character yada 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 for a dc in review i want to go watch superheroes do superhero stuff this is what i want because even with peacemaker it was i can't believe how good this is god i wish this was superman or batman or the flash mm-hmm. or green lantern or the list goes on right of just all my heroes they've done wrong so for me, this is my number one because it's the best superhero outing I feel we've had. Now, that isn't comedy. Isn't a, you know, this, that, the other? Like, oh, I'm not trying to take away from Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad by James Gunn or Peacemaker or anything like that. Or even Birds of Prey, which I also enjoyed, but didn't feel like, oh, I'm in the DC universe. I'm watching my heroes that I grew up with that I love so much. So for me, this is my number one.
1: Greg, you and I disagree on everything. We do. You wanted to call the company mouth pudding. I said that's a terrible idea. Yep. A terrible idea. you. Yep. But on this i'm happy to say we can come across the aisles and agree on this is the most fun i've ever had sitting in the theater watching a dc movie by far was it is it the best movie on the merits of storytelling alone i don't know but as far as inter- sheer entertainment value of being a comic book movie making me feel like i'm a kid again super fun vibe great action sequences all the way through this has to be number one for me
3: i'm putting this at number three below james gunn's the suicide squad and above birds of prey i just appreciate the consistency of the suicide squad
2: yeah i'm in a tough spot here you're in the magical spot i think that it is what greg said i'm really with i think peacemaker is better i don't think there's really an argument there i think the quality and depth of the characters and what they got going on the hit or miss ratio of jokes is at least equivalent if not better in suicide squad than the flash is um when I'm thinking about the movie side of things, of, of the Suicide Squad movie versus The Flash, I struggle to really remember Suicide Squad. I, I, I remember it was funny. I remember Starro was there. I remember the little so things, but I don't really open. remember that movie. I'm going to remember The Flash forever. Like I'm going to remember so many things about The Flash. So I think on a movie side, I'd put it above it. When I'm debating between The Flash or Peacemaker at number one, I think the quality of Peacemaker makes it hard for me to say otherwise. I need you to close your eyes, Tim. I need you to close your eyes and listen to your heart. I'm listening to my heart. I'm listen I'm, to your I'm heart. putting Flash at number one. I'm doing it because Woo! of how big of a surprise it was, because of how fun it was to watch. Again, I think Peacemaker's better. Arguably, Suicide Squad is, is better as well. But That's I think that him. in terms of the entertainment and fun and just, again, they paid off us watching all these damn projects with this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um. So I'm going number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You nailed it. Thank you. Kevin, you were going to whisper something? Oh,
4: I was just disappointed. I think it should have been number three. Yeah. Andy was right. He
2: mm-hmm. was Shouldn't have wrong. given up your
4: vote. You went, in the, you went in the red Kryptonian chamber over there like in Superman 2. That's on yeah, you. That's true. Just
0: like that.
2: <laughs> just like that. <laughs> uh, we will return, everybody, to the DCEU in just one and a half months for Blue Beetle. No fucking way. No. Oh, yeah. That's a and a half way. Our new Holy number one, shit. ladies and gentlemen, Blue
1: Beetle.
4: The first we'll DCU character, not the first DCU movie.
2: Wrap your head around that, everybody. Get ready for
3: George Lopez, baby. <laughs> Get
2: ready for George Lopez. Prepare yourselves. You have a month and a half. <laughs> the hierarchy of Georges and the DCEU is about to change. Let us know in the comments below what you think of The Flash, what your favorite moment was, and how excited you are to see George Lopez. (laughs) In just a month and a half, everybody. The Georges are back, baby. (laughs) The Georges are back. The Georges are back in town. A quick thing for you, because you want to get this uh, video out um, quicker than normal, just because it's The Flash. It's a big deal. Greg Miller, DC, all that stuff. Uh, There are two in-reviews out this week. We already had Transformers Rise of the Beasts on Monday. This is posting on Friday. Because of that, there will not be an in-review posting next week. Um, When we return, it will be Elemental from Pixar.
4: Unless... They put out a version of The Flash that's in, like, black and white with some extra footage in the next couple days.
2: You're right. You're right. There's always that potential. Uh, Let's hope not. Until then, love you all. Goodbye.